and gentlemen, bonus episode up in his piece. What's going on, <laughs> sir? <laughs> that was a lovely intro, man. <laughs> I appreciate that. I liked it. It was very pleasant. You know, stepping outside of your comfort zone a little bit, man. I'm proud of you. I like that. It feels good, man. Every yeah, so often yeah, yeah. busting in a little bit a little bit different. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. What's happening, everybody? My name is Dan. That's Steve over there. Um, let's talk about this real quick. So you're getting another episode this week, but here's the confusing part. It's it's a bonus episode, but Steve and I figured out that we've got to stop calling them bonus episodes because we would get to 200 a lot quicker that way. Yes. So what we're doing is it's going to be a little bit different, but these are the shows that would be on Patreon and we don't have Patreon going right now. So I just wanted to explain that it might sound a little bit different. Steve sounds like he's building a house over there right now. I don't know what's like going that. on, but yeah, man, you're a freaking Tasmanian <laughs> devil, bro. I really you sound am. like the goddamn Tasmanian everywhere devil. I go, dude, man, there was a few times when we were recording for that, for that, uh, the church thing that they were just like, Steve, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> can you, uh, whatever's going on back there. I'm like, Oh, sorry. All right, let's go. Like, seriously, <laughs> I don't want to start it off this way, but what the hell do you need to do where you can't sit still and just do your thing? Well, here's the thing. I move all because I guess I, I don't I have restless, restless leg syndrome where I have to be not only moving my leg, but like moving in general. Like even when I'm sitting down, I am moving, 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 moving. And so when I'm tapping, moving, the only time I'm not moving, well, I'm even moving when I'm playing. So it's like, even when I'm not doing anything, I'm doing something. Are you self-diagnosing with this whole, this is a new thing, this the restless leg syndrome. Are you self-diagnosing? Uh, yeah, because I can't keep my legs still. <laughs> so I was like, I looked, I was like, I think I have this new thing where I got to keep moving. They're like, yeah, no, it's the restless leg. If you what about when you sleep? Uh, I can't stop moving until I sleep. And then when I wake up, my leg jiggles again. Hmm, That's interesting, man. And it gives uh, Bell uh, motion sickness. Jeez, how much are you moving? Where you're like, giving I'm somebody just motion moving back sickness? Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, like boom, 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 boom. And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I was wow, like, oh, bro. that gets you. She's like, the whole, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe you need some medication or something. No, they said you should. But I'm like, no, it doesn't. They said it only affects other people. So I'm good. So then you're trying to tell me that when we're recording, and I'm, and I, I hear what I just heard. Th- that's your legs? No, that's me like picking up my phone, putting it down, click, doing this, doing that. Do like bef- that's like me. And then I have to consciously like when I'm on, when I'm going, I have to consciously keep my <laughs> hand away from stuff because otherwise I'll just be moving, 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 moving. Click this, doing that, doing that. It's just I have to keep uh, uh, doing something. And there's there's certain times where I don't really do that, but I guess. When you're jogging, that doesn't count because you are moving. Uh, when I'm working out, I'm not like all over the place. But when uh, uh, when I'm producing something, I'm not all over the place. But when I'm just like, no, I am. I am even then. Yeah, I am even then. Yeah. Wow. You know, it's funny is the people that have recorded with us know exactly what we're talking oh, about. Sure. My Zell, I remember <laughs> Myzel being like, Steve, you okay over there? <laughs> I was. We were recording with Brian. And I know how Brian runs a real tight ship on PCL. And you were like, I mean, you were going. And I was, and Brian was trying to talk and he was like, he'd be stopping. And like, I could hear him just like, like, oh, this isn't my show. <laughs> he was That's just trying to not so say anything. so freaking funny. Dude, you are a fucking yeah, tornado. Yeah. Anyway, 
anyway, I'm happy you're my brother, man. I'm, I'm talking to you twice this week, which is, it's good. I feel sort of privileged. I don't know how to act. My man reached out twice. My man said, hey, do you want to do a bonus episode? And I was like, what? Hell yeah, I want to do a bonus episode. Brock, stop. Seriously. You know, I like this one too because, you know, we don't start off the same way. So I, I feel like I have to find the groove because I'm so, it's so rhythmic at this point that it's nice to just have like a normal conversation as opposed to, hey, everybody, what's going on? You know, all that stuff. <laughs> so. Well, you always get in your groove fairly quickly though. Yeah. Like yeah. Madonna. Just getting into the groove, baby. Oh, Jesus. I had to actually find, I was like, where is he? Oh, get into the groove. I forget she did that song. She has done a lot of stuff. And I'm like, oh, that is her, isn't it? I forgot. Listen, let me tell you about 80s Madonna. She was the shit back, like, first, I don't know. Let's see. I think I kind of fell off of Madonna. I fell off Madonna. (laughs) Who hasn't, right? You know what I'm saying? No, I think I sort of fell off of her music, like where I was, you know, I was buying her albums and stuff. I think it was like True Blue, I think was it what it was, or uh, Just Like a Prayer, right about there. Oh, dude, that was, that was, I remember, I remember when I saw Leon. I was like, Leon from the Five Heartbeats is in that video? <laughs> I was like, there's only one reason Leon would be in this video. There is stuff going on outside this video. <laughs> She rolled over and said, hey, you want to be in a video today? He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's Leon. <laughs> Who's Leon? I'm not, I'm not Leon taking is, the reference. Uh, he's like a very, uh, like a popular, in the, in the black circle, he is very, like he's in everything. Waiting to exhale. Five heartbeats. Temptations move. It's like he's in everything. What's like, his, is his name Leon his or is that a character? His name is Leon without a last name. Oh, okay. Hold his on. I got to find this guy real quick. Leon. Just L-E-O-N? L-E-O-N. And if you see his face, you're like, oh, I've seen him in everything. <laughs> but oh, yeah, Leon's in everything. Let's see. Let's all look together, everybody. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know this dude. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, freaking Leon, man. He's was in he the, everything. Was he the brother from outer space? Brother from outer space? No, yeah. that, that's, um, uh, daggone it. That, that guy played, um. He played Michael Jackson. His name is something else. He played Michael Jackson? He sure did. He sure did. Okay. Now I got to look this up, too. Yeah, Sorry, folks. It's a bonus name? episode. Just bear with us for Dad a second. Got it. His name is... um. But he played Michael Jackson, and it was a tough Michael Jackson, dude. That was the worst Michael Jackson. Okay. So this... His name is... Uh... I think he has one name, too. Cleon. No, I'm just kidding. Let's I was about see. to it's, say, uh... Really? <laughs> Leon and Cleon, they came out at the same time. Come on, IMDb, you're on a fucking day here. I don't have all day. The brother. It just kicked me out, dude. Good thing we edit. The brother from outer there space. We there we go, right there. Homeboy from outer space. Homeboy? There's another one? Yeah, brother. You have brother from outer space? Yeah. It's a, and what's a weird movie is it, from it, 1964? No. Is this a a show? I just remember it was like the best name ever. It's I used to come on HBO all the time. No, oh, it's the really? brother from outer space. Yeah. I think it might be Leon, dude. Maybe he is in it. I've never heard of Brothers. From What's out. really weird is I'm like if you it's not letting me link to IMDb. Oh, hold up. I think it's the brother from another planet is what it was called. Oh. That's why it wasn't letting me do it. And it's Joe Morton. Oh, as the brother, the, Joe. Yeah, Joe Morton. He's the dude. 
Yeah, okay. He's older, though, huh? Than oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. But maybe they don't look as similar as I thought. kind of thought they looked the same. Well, if you're now not, that I'm the, looking the, at the thing is, like, if uh, I thought you were talking about Flex Alexander. I was like, no, that's not. That's a dope name right there. It's do you think his? Name. Do you think that his parents named him Flex? Not a chance, dude. He called himself Pops was Flex, all swell, and then he went and he became Michael Jackson. And you're just like, what happened? He did my it, it, Michael Jackson's a harder character to portray than people give credit. Was he the? Uh, I think I remember. It was obviously a TV movie. Was it the one where he played him super light complected? Um, are you thinking about the one where they show him as a kid all the way through life? I don't know, man. There's so many Michael the Jackson Jacksons, movies. That Jackson's TV thing. Yeah, no, it wasn't that one. It wasn't, it wasn't that, one. that one. That was a really no. good one. That was a really good Michael Jackson. And unfortunately, the guy that played him uh, passed away. But he did a really good job. The one I'm talking about, I think it, it was like during the phase where, okay, I don't know all the, the you know, the, the different phases of Michael Jackson. But remember when he was wearing the mask a lot, the black mask, and he always had the black hat on with the red shirt? It had to be Flex Alexander. Flex That's the Alexander. only other person. That's that a hell of a name, man. Michael uh, Jackson. Yeah, Flex Alexander. He was he was huge too. He was from Homeboys in Outer Space, and and he was pretty big. And when he decided to take play Michael Jackson, we were like, that can only go one of two ways. It could either be huge, or you could play yourself. And he played himself. Why do you think he chose Flex? I think it goes well with Alexander. Just it just sounds good. I mean, it yeah. does sound good. Flex Alexander goes really well, and I, I mean, maybe it's like, uh, maybe I don't. There's name. no way his parents called him Flex because he's bone thin, so he's well, not. Maybe, maybe Flex. there's the joke. Oh, maybe they're in. They were making fun of him. They're like, he's like, Mom, Dad, I'm gonna start working out. They're like, All right, Flex. All right, Flex. <laughs> Get back to your video games. <laughs> okay. Gee, do you know what happened this morning? What? My son cooked me breakfast. That's cool. What do you, what do you make you? He made me eggs, toast, and uh, banana bread. And he made banana bread, or he just cut some banana bread he and gave it to you on the. Bread. Oh, okay, okay. I was like, damn, get down, boy. And I was like, wow, what? That's a nice homage to hey, do that. Man. I was very, ha- I was freaking pumped, man. Was when's the last time you had breakfast cooked for you, and what was it? Did, don't counting? even say when was the last time. What was the last breakfast you had cooked for you at home? Avocado toast. Ooh, I bet I'm not a big breakfast person. Really? Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes, like, I'll wake up hungry and I can't eat breakfast. I know that sounds really weird. Wait, but you know those people? Like, are you one of those people you wake up in the morning? You're like, oh man, I am starving. Let's eat some breakfast. No, I, breakfast. I, no, I wait until be right before I go to work. Let's go to breakfast, people. They piss me off. Just let me sleep. Go to breakfast. Yeah, go they go entirely too early. That's why. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I want to go to breakfast. I'll go. Have, I'll, you know, I'm more of a brunch guy. Let's go have some brunch. <laughs> do you eat breakfast? It really has nothing to do with the menu or anything like that. I just like the time. What is your breakfast? What do you mean? Like, what? What's my my your go to? My go to. Uh, let's see. Like I said, I don't eat a lot of breakfast, man. Probably like like corned beef hash eggs. That'll work. Good hash browns. That'll work, dude. What did you eat for yeah. breakfast? You haven't eaten breakfast yet. Nope. Had a cup of coffee. That's <laughs> it. Dan is not a breakfast person. Eh? That's so fun. So I'm never going to be like, hey, Dan, we should do breakfast. No, I would go. I'm just saying I'm not going to be get, like, as long as you don't call me at like eight o'clock in the morning, you want to go to breakfast? Because the answer will always be no. Eight o'clock is. Let's go to brunch. 
Like we we had a we had a meal together. Remember? We did. Uh, it was uh, December thirtieth. I can even call it eleven a.m. Perfect timing. How did bro that December third? That's amazing that you remember that. Well, it was the day before New Year's Eve, so it's really not that. But gee, that's a day before a not holiday. <laughs> I just remember because Favon was in town and she, we had to plan like, for this. This was the day before four days before Christmas. So how do I forget that? Like, oh, <laughs> true. <laughs> it's the day before New Year's Eve. Stop it. <laughs> this was the day before the week before Easter. Come on, man. Get with it. Mm. Already. Already, dude. What's the fiction problem? <laughs> This dude act like, hey, come on. It was the day before New Year's Eve. Why you got to get up on my shit all the time? Like, <laughs> you're giving a dude a complex. Like, I have, we have to talk. You know what I mean? We have to communicate with people on the show. We have to communicate together. And you're constantly on my ass about my grammar. No, I'm just saying it was funny that it's the day before a nothing. <laughs> and that's what it's not a nothing though new year's eve is it's okay yes it's a non-holiday you're right yes. but it is the but it's not a nothing it's the last day of the year that's significant it's, it's not it's, like just a random wednesday steve quit being an ass well every day significant but i'm saying the day before the, that was some mr rogers shit right there every day significant isn't it dude I thought that some was, days really suck that was real let's be real that's true but it was a random it was a day before a nothing day <laughs> that makes me laugh okay i don't consider it you know what agree to disagree i don't think it's a nothing day Do you think, i celebrate okay. like i don't necessarily celebrate because i really never do anything on new year's eve anymore but i sort of celebrate the day like thank you year this year probably not but normally thank you year it's been pretty awesome. Do you celebrate? See you later. Do you celebrate Fourth of July Eve? <laughs> yes. The whole family comes over, Steve. Mom's bringing potato salad. All the little, all the little cousins. My niece comes over. We have fucking clowns and roller coasters and street dogs. The whole bit. Dude, wait a minute. Why is it that some things get an Eve and others don't? Some holidays, Christmas Eve. New Year's Eve, but 4th of July Eve, no. Because, okay, really, come on now. You can figure this one Tell out. Tell me, dude. Okay, it's because we consider those like the the significant, like the big holidays, right? New Year's, New Year's Eve? Day. No, New Year's Day and Christmas. No, 4th of July is bigger than New Year's Day. We have fireworks mm. for New Year's Day, for uh, 4th of July. In America. Yeah, but in America, we don't do... Uh, 4th of July Eve. Yeah. That's weird. 4th of July is lame. <laughs> Whoa. It is lame. I'm not, I'm not celebrating it anymore, but I'm saying as American. Kevin Shanks pissed right now because he's Kevin is a pyro. By the way, Kevin Shanks is going to be on the show this Thursday. We're recording this Thursday. We'll have it out next Friday. Do you, do you know how many freaking questions I'm going to have for him? <laughs> Did that make sense? We're recording this Thursday Gonna have it out next Friday. You know what, Steve? I think you have a right to correct my grammar. <laughs> you can keep on correcting. No, it's fine. Well, they knew what you're gonna. They know what you meant. Recording Thursday, it'll come out the next day. That's what I'm trying yes. to say. God they damn it, it shouldn't saying. be that hard. They knew what you were saying. Yeah. Kevin Shanks coming on. Yes, and I, we're gonna be able to talk to him about how horrible Fourth of July is, and I'm almost 100. Shanks giving. Oh, that's totally dope. You just came up with that right now. No, I believe he did. Oh, I know. I was I was about to be like, dang. I'm not a plagiarist, at least intentionally. Dang. You know what? He should put out a rap album called Shanksonia. Shanksonia. 
Shanks for not smoking. Oh, come on. Shanks for asking. Gee, you're killing. You're killing, dude. What else do we say for, you know, and everything else that you just replaced the word thanks with Shanks. All of those. He's a good name. A good guy. That's I think a- you're going to like him, man. I think it's going to be interesting talking to him. I was like saying, like, you know, I don't have to talk about this stuff on the, this isn't the regular show, so screw it. But I was talking to him and I'm like, you know, I'll let you know what we've been watching and everything. So you'll, you'll kind of know where we're at. But he's always on point anyway. This dude watches everything. He's been working from home. But uh, I also told him, well, it's us too. So you don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> like, we don't know. Maybe we won't talk about anything. And I got a feeling you're going to be picking this dude's brain because that's oh, you. Oh, no. I just thought of something for your last name. There is nothing for my last Check name. Check this out. Ready? Uh-huh. What is your new Ramirez resolution? Come on, dude. Ramirez resolution? <laughs> That's really good. What is your new Ramirez resolution? That's what work calls it when they fire me. Oh, dude, I found the, Ram- the Ramirez solution. Gee, why would you say something so mean about yourself? Why do you take things know. so dark instead of being like... It's easy, man. I was, just, I was just trying to join no, in. No, dude. You that calm was the mean. fuck down. That was mean calm down. to hey, yourself. Hey, just calm down, all right? Jeez. Everything's fine. Man. Everything's fine, Steve. Are we doing? Are we doing contacts, uh, t- contact information? Or do I don't we, know. You know what? I don't know. even think I want to do anything anymore with you, man. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Let's do it, bro. Hold well, on. You, you, you oh, want, look at this bonus too. Wow. What you want? I'll bonus it up right now. Let's see. What do I want to do? Do I want to do? Yes. Do the do the famous one. Let's do something different. Okay. I don't know what though, Steve. <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's a big Those world out there. Idea. What's that one song? I've been on my lonely girl. Up in the bed, dude. Ooh, you want me to do that? Uh-huh. Yeah. I'll have to talk over the vocals a little bit, but I mean, if you're asking me to play. Oh. What song? Okay, that's that? a good one. I don't even know what song that is. I think I'm going to. Okay, I'm going in with something, but you'll know why. That's what she said. That was weak. I don't like that one. You're go- I'm going in with something, but you'll know yeah, why. Yeah, I don't like it. Nah, it's weak. <laughs> He's in a mood, ladies and gentlemen. No, I'm not. <laughs> Am I in a mood? I don't seem like, I don't feel like I'm in a mood. I think mood. you're in a mood. Maybe I'm in a little bit of a mood. I knew it. All right, check this out. <laughs> Segway, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, now I'm sad. You're listening to the vocal stylings of Bill Withers, ladies and gentlemen. <sighs> How you feeling tonight? We're going to talk about that in just a second. My name is Dan Ramirez. That's Steve Hudson over there. We're the Heroes of Noise. If you want to get a hold of the show, listen, bitches. Hit up at Heroes of Noise Podcast at gmail.com. That's Heroes of Noise Podcast at gmail.com. Slip on in there and leave us a little something sexy. Open up their mind panties and let something flow out. No, never mind. That sounds gross. Don't do that. You can if you want to. It's your own deal. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You feel this shit, Steve? No? You're going to ignore me? Oh, I thought you were. Just, I thought that was like a. Uh, you were just now, nah, man. Okay. Come on, this yeah, is a bonus it. show. I love it. Just fucking go with it, all right? I love it. Hey, you want to leave us a voicemail? You want to put your sexy ass vocals down on some audio files so we can play it? Ear screw everybody in the world. That's right. www baby. Heroesofnoise.com. That's right. I'm gonna get up out of here because I think it's gotten way awkward. Steve Hudson, what you got to say, baby? Jeez, dude, that is a jamming song, bro. That song is jamming. <laughs> Listen, man, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm yeah. sad. I'm sad about Bill Weathers. It's terrible. He passed, what was it, March 22nd, was it? When did he pass? 
Safe to say he didn't have a lovely day that day. Jeez, Dad. <laughs> March 30th. So. Bill Withers passed March 30th, Steve. That is crazy. I mean, how old was he? He was he was up there. He was up there. 81. Yeah, he was up so there. So that's a that's a rich life. He lived a very good life. Um uh odd, you know, a random random um fact here is that song was kept out of nine of out of number one spot by Ben. Michael Jackson's Ben. <laughs> Use me was? Yeah, what is that? That is a travesty. <laughs> Jesus. Ben? Yeah, well, it, I'm gonna be a dick for a second. I'm gonna give. They gave that the the uh, Captain Marvel treatment. We're supposed to like this. Ben? We're gonna make it bigger than it is. You think because it was a little kid? Yeah, we're supposed to like it because he's Michael Jackson. It's okay. It's great. I mean, it's it's a it's a decent song. It's not. It's not a bad song. Yes, it's it just, is. It's just not. Well, in your opinion, okay. But I'm saying, like millions of people disagree with you, and I'm not even sure I disagree with you. I don't disagree unless they're doing they might be doing what you're saying being like i think i'm supposed because michael sings so good that you think it's a good song because he's singing it so well the lyrics you don't like the lyrics that's what it is i don't like the song i just think he has amazing vocal gift that anything you put in front of him you'll be like i mean he made rock and robin a thing yeah that was shit too listen i'm not gonna defend (laughs) (laughs) i'm not gonna defend these songs i'm just saying i think that's what it was I don't mean to hate on Captain Marvel because really I don't hate the movie. I just think that it gets so much unnecessary. I, love, mind you, you're talking to the wrong person. I loved it. I yeah, but again, you like it because of reasons, not because no, of the, the not quality of the of reason, movie. Because it's great. Uh, I don't buy it, Steve. But gee, this that song should not have kept "Use Me" out of the um, number one spot. Also, uh, like I've said before on the podcast, I went to uh, a seminar that he gave. Uh, him and Justin Timberlake, and man, he is freaking the his songwriting, the way he writes songs, it makes total sense. I'm Wait like, oh, I get it. I apologize. I'm slow here. Who was the other person? Justin Timberlake. Ju- no, no, no. Justin Timberlake and Bill Withers. You have seen Bill Withers give a presentation? I asked him questions, yeah. What'd he tell you? No, nothing. It was, was just it beautiful? like, what is your songwriting? Like, what? how do you start writing songs? And he was just explaining. He's like, look, a song should come fairly easy. It should come fairly, you know, and Justin Timberlake said other stuff, but he was like, and a lot of it was between those two. He'd ask Justin stuff about, you know, what how he does his thing, and then Justin would ask him stuff, and then he's like, we'll take questions from the audience, and we all got up, dude. So are you like a huge fan? I'm, I'm a huge fan now more of his, his psyche than his music. I'm more of a fan of his, how he creates what he creates than his music fair enough like i'm not gonna act like i'm a huge bill withers fan but i it's so crazy that i didn't realize even just as of like march 30th all of the songs that he sang there's songs that i have sung my whole life and i didn't even associate it with bill withers bro that's terrible no that's it's it's you know what though it's also because we were raised in a household and in years where there were so many good songs that it didn't stick in your mind who sung them because we were raised yeah. on so much good music. Now, if a good song comes on, you who's singing that? Who wrote? Oh, my. Because it's such an amazing thing. Then you had everything. There's a few, though. I'm really shocked that I didn't know these things. Which one? Listen to this one. For instance. Oh. 
Oh, no wow. clue. You didn't know I that. had no clue. And the voice is the same, yeah. too. It's just weird. It all clicked in one day and I went, hold on a second. Yeah. And I started looking at the discography and I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, that's, I had no idea. We, 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 we suffered a loss in, the, in music. You know this one right here? Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, this is the extended version, too, I think. <laughs> no. <laughs> or this is, just isn't the radio version. See, there's those weird radio edits that I... So, you ever do that? Hold on. Here we go. Listen. Oh, see? <laughs> yeah, anyway. Just the two of us. Just fucking listen to the song. Did you ever do that? Did you ever, like, lock onto the radio songs, and then you hear the, the song on the album, you're like, oh, there's, like, a whole other thing going on that I missed. I played myself buying I Want Your Sex and getting the non-radio version, and there's, like, a remix that I was like, come on, dog. You know what got me was uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire's Fantasy. There's a whole other thing going on. I didn't know there. Oh, I didn't know there was a radio version of that. Yeah, and I that's the version that I know better. So when I listen to the one that's on their album or whatever, when it comes on like say Sirius or something, mm-hmm. I always get a little bit lost, and I don't like it as much. What? A, what? I'm just oh, saying. you mean the one on the radio? You don't like as much? Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Those, no, that, no, no. I like the one. I like the radio edit better. I think it's it. Oh. It kind of flows a little bit better, dude. I'm serious. Okay. It flows that's a little bit better. That's fair. They have this one. What is it? Uh, don't they do like one extra? Come and see. Victory. I've never heard the radio version. Ah, man. You should listen to it. Give it a shot, Steve. Do yourself <laughs> a favor, sir. Uh-huh. I will do that. <laughs> yeah, see? That. <laughs> the community chat. You've got a lot of things planned this year, Steve. Oh, it's a no, big for 2020 sure. for you. But yes, RIP Bill Weathers. Um, it's odd that we uh, we were talking yesterday. My son and I got into about an hour long debate about music because you know uh, there's going to be a battle this week, this weekend with Teddy Riley and Babyface. And he said, "Dad, I think that I, sounds so tough, <laughs> it, dude. It's going to be a dude. That one's going to be a. It's going to be who you like, what stuff you like better. That's what's going to happen because Babyface could just be like end of the road. You don't have a number one that stayed at number one longer than that. I win." But it doesn't necessarily work that way. But anyway, um, and Maj, uh, I've I've contested that no one could be Quincy. He's like, I think there's someone who can who can step up to him. I said, who? He's like Nile Rogers. I was like, hmm. you think Nile Rogers? But then when he started as a producer, yes. And then when he started singing the songs he produced, I was like, you're right. And then I remember the Reflex and Notorious, and I'm like, he could bust those out, and we're having a conversation. But then I realized if Quincy then goes, I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Now we're on a, like, Stevie, I mean, Quincy could just be like, we can just rattle off thriller stuff. And that's not even going into, like, Sanford and Sons theme song. So uh, it was a fun conversation going back and forth. And I think these battles are going to leak over into people, as in, like, I'm not Quincy Jones, but I'm going to take Quincy Jones' side. You take this side. We're going to get on IG Live. And I'm, we're going to go battle for battle. Who's the better producer? And I play a, it's going to leak over into regular people instead of just these actual stars doing it. For sure. Oh, I'm having a blank right now. What's God that? damn it. What's the, uh, I, can't, I always forget this cat's name. Mm-hmm. The guy that sings just once. Just, uh, Every time I forget. I see his, I see his face. I see his face too. Um, it's a, uh, uh, and no, it's not Stanley Jordan. God damn it. Who is it? No. It's uh, 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 J- uh, Ingram. James, James Ingram. Ingram. Thank you yeah. very much. Good All right. Lord, I got the last name. So like 
a couple, I don't know, a week ago, a couple weeks ago, it all blends together at this point with this damn quarantine, but a couple weeks ago, I got on this thing where I was talking about James Ingram's Just Once versus People Bryson's If Ever You're In My Arms Again. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to go into that again because it's a pointless conversation, but I was looking it up and I didn't realize that, like, it doesn't say his name, James Ingram's name on it. If you look it up on like Apple Music, it says Quincy Jones. Yeah. What kind of flex is that? Well, it's 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 because he's the king of all music. Yeah, but I mean But that is a flex. That's a total flex. And then I noticed that he had to re-record the song to have his name on it. That's and I didn't funny. go there. Because that that's always know. bad. That, that, now, whenever I think it's so sad. Whenever I think just once, I think of the time that Will Forte was on the Jimmy Fallon show and sung mm-hmm. the whole song. Like awkwardly. <laughs> he just at the desk? At the couch. He just started couch, singing it. And Jimmy Fallon's laughing. And he just keeps going. Because Jimmy Fallon's like, we hear you're a fan of James Ingram's. He's like, yeah, I know the song. And he just starts singing it. And you can tell Jimmy's like, this is interesting. This is uh, weird. But he like gets into it. Now, he doesn't. I don't know if he sings the whole song. But you know how you sing more, just enough more then you I've should. I've done it many times on this show. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's never, it's always intentional. That's what he does. And he even does the O's. Like he knows James Ingram's song. And I'm like, this is so weird. But yeah, he's into, like, it's like one of his favorite songs. Strange. Okay, we're not talking, we're not talking artists here, all right? But I'm, I am curious. What's the better song? If ever you're in my arms again. Yeah, I think, yeah. It's a great song, dude. It's, you know what it is, dude? It's the hooks. There's certain hooks in these songs that get me, and, and they're almost comparable when you think about it. But I think I think Peebo's got to win out, dude, for sure. when he gets into the we had a once in a lifetime, uh-huh. that phrase, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I would have been like, write that down. We're using that. We had a once in a lifetime, dude. What? Jesus. But then you got... James Ingram, what's okay? I'm having trouble singing this. What's okay? Give me the like, just what's the hook once, in that song? Can we figure out what we've been doing wrong? Is that what it is? Let's see. Um, yeah, you know what's so weird right now? I can't recollect this. And I'm trying, like, I know this just fucking song. Once, can we find a way to finally make it right? Oh, here it is. Yeah, it's when he goes, Make the magic last for more than just one Wait a minute, night. for more than just one night. So, this is a yeah. one night stand song. No, it's not a one night stand song. He's saying that, you know what, lover of mine, for some reason, we're going and we're going like, what's he say? I'm not going to read the lyrics, but he's like, you know, we're going really strong. And then suddenly something happens and we just can't get this right. So just once can we figure out what we keep doing wrong? Why okay. the magic, Steve, never lasts so long. Just you know what I'm saying? Figure out what we've been doing, why, we, why we never last for very long. Mm-hmm. Okay, dude. Okay, hold on now. What dude. are we doing wrong? <laughs> hold on then. He had that. He had that smooth. What are we doing wrong? So if I have to look at this. Mm-hmm. This is about a relationship that never lasts very long. Yeah, they just can't get it right, Steve. So why would you want to get it right with someone that you never last long anyway? Because when it's right, it's so right, Steve. I, dude, now, okay, it's, it's, if ever you're in my, it's not even close. Now it's not even close. To me, it sounds like he's with a crazy person. One of them is crazy. Yeah, and it sounds like him because he wrote a song about it. Like, the here it goes. I don't know, man. Maybe... <laughs> Maybe she got some talent. Oh, you know what? So you're saying, unlike you, he is not a person that doesn't like hearing people swallow, is what you're saying. 
Yes. <laughs> yes. Listen, you've got the laugh too. We're all laughing. It's this damn air. We're like, <laughs> yes. We're both laughing like that. It's terrible mm-hmm. air. By the way, I'm sorry. The last few shows, people, I have asthma problems. My allergies are terrible. If you listen to shows from about this time last year, it's the same thing. I sound like an old person with asthma right now. So if I sound different, that's what it is. It's probably just in my head, but I'm literally going in between sentences right now. So I apologize for that. If you're one of those people like me that can't stand the noises that come out of people's mouths sometimes. Just wanted to say that. I don't like to apologize, but it's bugging me. Yeah, this song makes no sense, bro. Why? If ever you're in the arms, like, it's over. It's over. We're not even, con- this isn't even a conversation now. You got lyrics? Yeah, because if you go to If Ever You're In My Arms Again, mm-hmm. it is a clear, I messed up. Yes. If I ever get one more shot, we're going to go <laughs> ahead and have this. In, and oh, I'm so glad we're talking about this. This has been on my mind for a while. It's this, not this, even Just close. this kind of stuff. And and I think I think um, I think the best of the I messed it up songs are probably... Um, um. Mm, maybe looks like we made it. Manilo? Yeah, it might be the best. I messed. No, my. If ever you're in my arms again, might beat that one. Dude, if ever you're in my arms again. Yeah, I think that beats all of the. Oops, I messed up. Can I get another try? That's yeah. Peebo's is the pinnacle of those songs. Yeah. Yeah, it's perfect. Are we calling him the victor? Yeah, he's sober. It's not even close. The winner, ladies and gentlemen, people pricing. If ever you're in my arms again. Listen, we can talk over it. The winner of the cold Winner, winner, chicken too. dinner, baby. That's the shit. I guarantee the doctor said, you want to name him what? I'm sorry. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you say Peebo? Pe- you want to name him People. No, 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 yeah, no, no, man. No. I always wanted a kid that sounded like a robot's name. Gee, listen. Listen to this right here. We had once Come on, damn. But I just didn't see until it was gone. Come on, Peebo. Right here. The hair coming up on my arms right now, dude. And he says, baby, listen, I fucked up, but hear me out. That's right. I went a little extra longer. Dude. You know what, people? I'll tell you right now. If she doesn't take you back, I'll take you, buddy. How good is that freaking song? It's fantastic. How good is that daggone song? Holy cow. I think, just to be fair, we should probably give a re-listen to Just Once, just a little bit, and okay. see if we find That's any fair. redeeming values that may sway us, okay? No. God, I'm glad you're doing this. Thank you for humoring me. <laughs> this shit's been on my mind for a while. Gail, when she listens, she's just going to roll her eyes. Will you stop talking about that goddamn song? Now listen. <laughs> but he got that bass though when he sings. What are we doing wrong? He says, "Listen, honey, let me talk to you for a second. I did my best, but I guess my best wasn't good enough. 
Cause here we are, man, where we were before. I sound just like him, Steve. Already, I'm not buying it. We're trying to figure this out, though. Nothing ever changes. We're back to being strangers. What do we do here? That's what he's asking her. And she's like, what are you talking about? He's like, uh-huh. Can we figure out She's like, it's you, motherfucker. It ain't me. This is very smooth jazz. This is very like, yeah, exactly. Smooth jazz, 98.7. I think this is beneath looks like we made it. Okay, now we, okay, hold up. Because looks like we made (laughs) it. Now we got to do it. I think looks like we, it goes, if ever, looks like we made it, then just once. Looks like we made it is such a genius idea. The The construction of it saying, hey, we saw each other with someone else. It looks like we made it. Like, we moved on. That's a genius construction of a song. But to be able to put that song, that idea across is hard. And he did it. One of the greatest songwriters ever. Barry Manilow. He didn't write most of his songs. Shut up, Steve. Looking just the same as you did last time I touched you. Mm. Hmm. I don't know. Where's the hook? I need the hook. So far, I'm not buying it. Hold on, let's see. Hold on, let's see. Here we go. That's a genius line. Oh, come on. Oh, come on now. <laughs> what you saying? Looks like we made it. Oh! You know, <laughs> uh, okay, okay. So we're calling that three. Yeah. Uh, James is going to be two. No. 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 I'm just saying, like how we've ran them down. Okay. And then uh, Peebo is one. Okay. So, what's your rating? One, three, two. God damn you! I'm not sure. <laughs> what? I'm not sure, man. I, let's put it this way. Okay. I have a little more familiarity with, with just one. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. But Barry can write. You sure he doesn't write these songs? He doesn't write a lot of his songs, dude. Did he write Mandy? Please tell me he wrote Mandy. Uh, ooh, and I will I say Mandy's a better song. No, because uh, Mandy used to be another name. Hold on. Candy? No, it used to be. Um, What's uh, a better song, Steve? Looks like we made it or Mandy? Uh, better song? Yeah. Mandy. Because Mandy just comes out swinging. Yeah, be- a, a better song is Mandy. Mandy doesn't even play around. Mandy's just like, is that your heart? Rap! Rips it right the fuck out as soon as it starts. And it's really, it's very difficult. Uh, well, the the original, it's an, oh, it's a, um, the original was Brandy. And he changed it to Mandy. But, it, you know, it's really dope because Barry Manilow knows he may be a great piano player because he was, um... He was Streisand, or no, 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 Bette Midler's MD, either Streisand or Bette Midler's music director. And he knows where his gift is. So he's just like, I'll just take these songs and, pro- and produce them, which is genius. It's genius. You got to know your groove. And I think knowing the, the ear that he has to be like, change it to Mandy, that's a genius change to be like, eh, it doesn't roll off the tongue as well. Let's just do Mandy. Doesn't feel right. Yeah. Don't like it. He's geni- that's a genius thing. And his voice is 
is, I mean. Do you think he drinks brandy? Who? Maybe he's just not a fan of brandy. That's a great question. I don't know why. Maybe, maybe you ever had like an alcohol and then you get a hangover and then you just don't ever want to see it or be around it or smell it or anything again. Maybe brandy is the one for that him. He might have puked and it was like, we can't do this. Mm-hmm. I can't do this. That's true. Can't do it anymore. That's how I am with Jack Daniels. Really? Oh, yeah. It's not ever, 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 ever going near me again. That's whiskey in general, though. Jack Daniels. Didn't Here's a question for you. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just gonna keep, I'm just gonna keep going. Anyway. Uh, if you had to have one thing mm-hmm. in constant rotation for the rest of your life, one of these questions, would you rather have the song Mandy or the movie Mandy? I've never seen the movie Mandy. It's a good movie, dude. Is it really? Is it good yeah. for the time, or am I gonna watch it and be like, this is corny? It's a Nicolas Cage movie. So, oh, Mandy, Mandy, yeah. Oh. Um, it would be the song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but at least with the with Mandy, you have visuals. They're not the they're kind of horrific visuals. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah, because right. I would get bored really quick. But I, could you do this over and over again, dude? There was a month where I listened to the best of Barry Manilow, Manilow daily. Hello, I'm Barry Manilow. <laughs> Body Manilow. Welcome to the Caribbean. I listened to him every day. Listen to this. They're like, hey, Barry, you got anything new? He's like, yeah, I've been fucking around with this. Listen to this. Do a few bars, bro. He's like, all right. Come on, what are we talking about? And then, like, the producers underneath the desk give each other five. They're like, oh, somebody's getting a new car. Mind you, today, as weird as he looks, he sings this song exactly the same. Oh, dude. Hold on. Let's just do this real quick. I just need a little something. Bring it, Barry. Bring it. Yeah. What you? This grown folks music right here, ladies and gentlemen. If you're like, what is this shit? Wrong show for you. Such Maybe not the wrong podcast. And wrong episode. over the most normal chords. They're not crazy. Like that one you'll learn in two minutes. And it's, but it's what he's singing over it. It's just like, wow. What Here's another question for you, yeah. Steve. Would you rather have the song Mandy? Mm-hmm. Same scenario. Constant rotation for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Never stopping. Or Amanda by Boston. Mm. Before you say anything. Mm-hmm. You know, I, bruh, bruh. You know, this shit's not going on YouTube. They'll pull this down in like three seconds. I'll tell you who wins, but I'm not going to say it just yet. Come on. Come on, man. What he's feeling inside, Steve. Brad, show them niggas how to sing, please. Show them! <laughs> I can't. I'm dead. <laughs> Who's singing better than him? I can't help you, Steve. I'm dead. <laughs> I know we're going along with this, but you, you, we got to get to it because this is it for me, baby. This is the gravy. This is stuff you sop up with the bread, and then you tell the wait the server, "Hey, you did a really good job." Here it comes. I'm gonna take you by surprise and make you realize, Amanda. Come on, Steve. I'm going, Mandy. I'm gonna... Excuse me. I'm going, Mandy. 
Now, all in all, Boston's a you know me and Brad Telp go way back. But for yeah, your homies. specific specifically this, it's it's Mandy. Mandy's a better song. Okay, but again, I'm big on hooks, right? Yes. This is more of the bridge, I think, but the bridge of, of Amanda. Do you remember? No, let me Do you hear. remember, Steve? Let me hear. This is classic Boston hook right here. Bring it, Brad. Show them what I'm talking about. Listen to this right here, though. This is where the, the hair stand up on my arms. Right here. Come on, Steve. Come on, man. Let me swear you. Come on. All right, let's turn that off. We've had enough of that for today. You still feeling Mandy more than that? Yeah, man. I still got to give it to Mandy. All right. I still got to give it to Mandy. It was close, though. It was, dude, it was close. It was a pretty good battle, wouldn't you not say? Oh, dude, it was. Listen, I mean, because Brad Delp, <laughs> I don't think that there is a hard rocker that sings better than him. There is I, not. I, I think I have to agree with you, dude. I love his voice so much. He goes, remember like, like um, uh, I close my eyes and I drift away and it's so high that when the guitar comes in, you can't hear that the guitar is switched because his, his voice is so high. It's crazy. I stand by my statement that the first Boston album, the self-titled, is a perfect album. There's it's not one bad dude. song on it. It's perfect. It's perfect. perfect album. It's perfect. When they say, hey, Dan, what's a perfect album? I go, this one. This is the one. I mean, you can have dude, it. Dude, it's it's like, and the thing is, even the, even the, um, the, the uh, throwaway songs, like there, I remember there was a point where I had listened to the whole song, but randomly I would, I, I was like, I wasn't paying attention, I guess. And then, uh, randomly it hit on Hitch a Ride and I had never heard the song and it was a throwaway and I was like oh my god so even their throwaway from their original their first album is incredible dude incredible what is your best like like the songs that we were just listening to right now mm-hmm. you know the, the groovy kind of songs you yeah. know maybe a little bit of emotion involved what is your top song uh, Emo- what's the song that here he is yes what's the song that makes you emote most that makes me emote mm-hmm um, we're gonna okay. You got to give me a genre. Y'all. You and your hungry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> give me a hey, genre. Hey, what is this hungry? I don't know. You piece of shit. <laughs> Fucking American. What would, you, uh, what would what would be the what genre are we talking about? That's how they all talked on that movie last night. Oh, you're Fucking genre. American. Which genre are you listening to? You're going genre to paint I... my picture. You cannot paint my picture. Why am I standing by this fire and you're just staring at me, letting me be in dude, French? She is stunning, <laughs> dude. Woo! Yeah, man. Well, yeah, we got to talk about that. So, anyway. Yeah, I, I, I know. I took us out of it for a second, but oh, th- wow. <laughs> it, wait, right, wait, okay. Are you, we'll get there, but are you talking about which one? The one that's being painted? Yes. Dude. Yeah, she's stunning. Very stunning. The other one was stunning, too. I thought the other one was very pretty, too. Gosh, and I don't know why. Anyway, it's go on. The, what uh, was it? It was the stare. So, um, what what genre are we talking about? 
Oh Jesus, sorry. I was you see this 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 uh this uh this angel of a woman got us all distracted. I apologize. <laughs> uh let's see. Um God, I don't know, man. Like it doesn't really have to be like because I, I I love all genres. I mostly. know, but like there, each one has the the vibe that's gonna get me to emote. Like mm. in in rock, there'll be one. R and B, there'll be one. They'll, in hip hop, there's gonna be one. R and B, R and B, the one that's probably going to make me emote most would probably be. Whew, I'm gonna obviously it's gonna be Stevie. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? Also, my pick, by the way. I, I I already know which one you're gonna pick. Say it. Um, I have to go with Overjoyed. Is it a one? Is that like a, a Stevie Wonder 101 thing? No, 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 no. It's you. But you're 100 percent right. <laughs> yeah, I re- I remember you telling me that. that ooh thing. though, ooh though, ooh. Hold on, it's a tie. Ooh, it's a tie, and I think no, no, no. I don't even think it's a tie. I think it's just like photo finish kind of thing for me. What's the other one? Wait, first tell me which album is from. Uh, you know what, Adam? You're the Stevie guy. Oh, okay. All my stuff is all oh, okay, on MP3. Okay, okay. What, is, and everything. Okay, what song is so, it? I'm not going to play around. What song is um, it? What do you think it is? Just If you told me, if you've told me, like, if you look it up and give me the album, I'll tell you which one it is. Uh, that's no fun. I'm just, you know me. You've known me for five years. What do you think it is? And it's a slow song. It's a slow song? Yes, yes. Um, There's, there's. Okay, I don't know if you know you and I, so I would say overjoyed lately. Nope. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Calm down. (laughs) (laughs) I can't, Steve. I can't calm down. (laughs) Um, It's not okay. uh, Not you and I. Not lately. Um, Don't, don't, don't. Hold on. Um, You want to know what album it's on? Knocks me off my feet. No, you want me to tell you the album? Yeah. Musiquarium. The Musiquarium? Oh, Ribbon in the Sky? Mm-hmm. Jeez, dude, that's a good song. So, I went to go see Stevie Wonder with Gail, and I was so excited, right? Yeah. And I, we were sitting next to this, this just beautiful black woman. She was probably like, I don't know, maybe 55, 60, mm-hmm. something like that. And, you know, we're having drinks, and we're, we're talking the whole time and everything like that. And this song came on. And I lost it, dude. Like, I just started crying listening to this song. It was totally unexpected. Yeah. It just came out. Because I'm like, oh, my God, there he is. Here's Singing this song. This song yes. I mean, come on, man. It's over, dude. It's over. And I start crying, bro. And she, like, he looks at me. And she kind of, like, brushed the side of my head when I had hair. And she's like, oh, baby. <laughs> That's all she said. Yeah, oh, baby. She's knowing. She's like, yeah, this happened. I go, I know, it's just a really pretty song, and I'm excited to be here right now. God damn it, that's, that's a good a song. Great. You know what? The song that probably gets me is going to be All is Fair in Love. That's the one? That's Why? The one. Um, Because if you've ever if you've ever broken up with someone that's just like, um, wow, that was a thing that could have been, that song hits you. And it's like, yeah, it's true. All is fair. Like it happens. Sometimes you get it. Sometimes you don't. You roll the dice. And sometimes it just didn't work. That was a great talk up, Steve. Coming at you right now. All in love is fair. See me wonder. All is fair in love. See, I told you. Jesus, dude. Love's a crazy game. 
You know what this is? Oy. This is sitting in your car. Just you don't know what happened. You're driving down the road. You're kind of concerned. You're looking out the window because you have to because you're driving, of course. But you're like, why? Yes! What happened? Yes, dude! Listen to the chorus, though, G. Come on, let's go. We change with time. Everyone changes. Oh, gee. Oh, this song, bro. He's like, I didn't see it coming. Oh. I didn't see the future coming. It's here. Listen to this boy sing, Stevie. You better sing, boy. Jesus. You better sing. Jesus Christ. You better Christ. sing. Come on, <laughs> God damn it. God damn it, Steve. I need to take this. Let's pause for a second. You son of a bitch. You got me. That dude. That's a good song, dude. Oh I like it. Oh, my God, bro. Forgot about that one. I've heard it, but Ooh. it's definitely not one I could just pull out like the, like you just did. You're the Stevie guy. I, I, I tried. You know what it is? You know, I had a... <laughs> this is going to sound so corny. <laughs> I had a playlist... Of other because I was really into the R and B Stevie, but I put, made a play, playlist of corny songs, right? Sappy mm-hmm. corny songs, and a bunch of it had Matt, Barry Manilow. Banilo, I'm sorry, Barry Manilow. What, what was uh, his name? B, I know Mary Banilow. Uh, Mary Banilow. Mary Banilow. <laughs> Banana Fanilow. <laughs> and then randomly, I stumbled across this song that is super corny, but it was called um, "What's the Canadian Singer." Um. <laughs> <laughs> he sings. It's a, it's a bird. It's a song about a bird. It's like, oh, are you talking about Snowbird? There it is. <laughs> That's a great song, dude. But it's and super, Murray. I'm like, oh, this makes me. But I would never be bumping it down the street, though. It's, I'll bump the shit out of no, that song. You will not, Dan. If I was in the parking lot at Iron Maiden concert, I'm bumping Snowbird. It makes me happy. It's that good of a song, Steve. Because after Mandy and Looks Like We Made It and Peebo, I needed something on the list to be like, and like I had Suddenly on it. I'm like, I need something to lift my oh, spirits Jesus, after suddenly. doing this. Oh, Suddenly's a good one, G. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> We're not, all the movies are thrown out again, folks. We're talking Gee, music today. Okay. It's one of those days. Are but you listen picking to this. Suddenly over hold just up. once? Hold up, hold up. Let's, let's, give, let's give it its due. Oh, jeez. Anne Murray. <laughs> you see Steve? <laughs> Steve just driving down the road. <laughs> like doing the whole hands, both hands on the steering wheel, bobbing my shoulders back. Yeah, right hands tapping the steering wheel to the beat. <laughs> You're just waving at people and shit. They're like, wow, that's one friendly guy. And then you go into your falsetto. Oh, this makes me so happy. No, we ha- you know we have to get to the chorus, right? We have to. Bring it, Ann. Spread your tiny wings and fly away. It's a good song, dude. And take the snow back with you where it came from on that day. Yeah, I know my Ann Murray. But here's Great the selling point. Thank you very much, Anne. Fantastic, dude. Now, I'm about to say something controversial, controversial, Bureau. 
I think you should say it controversial. Controversial. Well, here's the thing. I do not think this is only in like easy listening, you know, not R&B, just straight up easily easy listening. There is not a vocalist better than Karen Carpenter. I put her up against anyone. I don't think anyone can outsing Karen Carpenter. What's your favorite Carpenter song? Um Okay, fair best intro uh for me is Oh uh, shoot, what is the song called? Are you going all uh Hold on. Now into the look. deep archives? Hold on. I'm about to look right now. I'm sorry, guys. I'm going to have because I do not want to do a disservice. You really do have a hard on for Karen Carpenter, don't you? I love that woman, dude. She, There's no one better. No. You get to go to a concert. You get to yes. hear every song that you want to hear in the order you want to hear them. And you're guaranteed the best performance of this artist's career. Yes. You go Beyonce or Karen Carpenter? Karen Carpenter. Really? It's yeah. That's, I don't. I mean, what? Like what? I think. <laughs> I think the best intro, like first lines, is hurting each other. Best harmony is the last. The last chorus of hurting each other. Can we stop? And they break into five part. Game over. What are we talking about? But the first line of of hurting each other is perfection. There's no intro. She just starts singing. Jesus! Say, girl. God, dude, come on. Dan. Steve, you fascinate me. Dan. Dan, what are we talking about? I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying you fascinate me. What am I giving to you, Karen? What am I giving to you? <laughs> I do. Tell me why. Come on, girl. Oh, God damn it. You're right. We're losing all of our under 30 people right now. Now, hold on, Dan. Check this out. Ready? Watch this. Keep it going. Watch this. Watch okay, I'm watching, Steve. Watch what... Uh, Eyes are open. Watch this. Now, watch her brother come in it. with the harmonies right here. Here we go. Everybody calm down. Now listen right here. <laughs> come on, G! What are you <laughs> I'm going to give it a thorough listen, Steve. <laughs> I mean, you know. Who is Listen, she's got a lovely voice. Jesus, I'm not hating dude. on the Carpenters whatsoever. But I, don't, I, don't, I definitely don't have the appreciation for them that you do. Oh, it's a hell of a chorus. I don't know why it should be that way, Karen. Oh, it's just a crazy, crazy world, bro. And here's the problem. Here's the problem. Everyone that knows and listens to Karen Carpenter, they're like, "Oh yeah, she's great." And then when you say she's the best singer, they're like, oh, "I don't know about that." But then you say, "Well, then." Who is better than her? And they can't pick anyone. They'll say Streisand. Streisand, I don't, she has a better vocal, like her breathing technique is right. Her projection is this. 
but just sheer tone, she's not messing with Karen Carpenter. No one is. She just has a unique, there's a, there's a uh, song where it's an outtake and she goes, <laughs> excuse me, and laughs and starts singing. One shot through. Like she was like, yeah, I don't, I, this is what I do. I don't have to, I don't have to warm up. I can wake up, brush my teeth and outsing 99% of the world. <laughs> it's recorded on there. And she says, <clears throat> yeah, she excuse, goes, me. <laughs> excuse me. And then she starts singing. <laughs> do you like it when they do that in songs? Like there's, there's several songs that are like that. Um, you know that song starts in my toes and I hang in my nose. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because at the beginning of that one, she's like, "Will you count me in?" Oh, like, do you think that's uh, it's that's, fake? Uh, that's fake. That's fake, isn't it? But yeah. then there's or what's a, the other one? Uh, uh, Janet Jackson does one too. On is it Escapade or no? Wait, they said it wouldn't last. What's the name of that song? Uh, uh, um, Love will never do without you. Yeah, there you go. And it like stops and she goes, "What?" That's fake too, right? Maybe, but it's Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, so it might not be. Maybe they were just looking at her through the window. Yes. And they're just like, fire. But she they, she didn't know. So she's like, what? That's Jimmy Jam. They normally don't do that kind of thing. Fa- but who knows? But it's Jimmy Jam. I would say, like on um, 19, uh, 1985, Paul McCartney, there's a part where he comes in wrong and he's like, whoops, whoop. And that is a, because he did actually come in wrong because you hear him come in wrong and he just keeps it because he's so good that messing up is a hit you'll have to pardon me misstep oh wait that's john sorry <laughs> <laughs> i can't do paul uh yeah the, paul gee, and again we could do the music thing all day but yeah i'd say karen there's no one up against karen there's you know if we're talking about paul he's the best songwriter of all time it's not close unfortunately in, in, in summary mm-hmm Okay. All right. Yeah. One more, and then we will move on. Yes. Okay, because we do have some movies to talk about. Yes. But this was fun. I like. I like that we can do. Ever, this, I think people like it. People do like. I it. I think so. That's why we're the heroes of noise. God, we Karen, do what the fuck we Karen want. Karen freaking Carpenter. Jesus. Christ. On the on the scale of smoothness. Yes. Where does this song hit fall? Me. Hit me with it. Oof. Jesus. He's like, let me just do this real quick. Tell me about it, man. I used to think that love was just a fairy tale. Sing it, Billy. <laughs> Until that first hello. Until that first smile. But if I had to do it all again. Jesus, so Billy. He says, he says, he goes, I wouldn't change a thing. Cause this love is everlasting. Yes, it is, Billy. What kind of video are we talking right here? Is he walking by the water? I is have the video in my head, water? so it kind of messes it up, I think. Oh, I can't remember the video. But I know it's Billy Ocean, so there's got to be some water in it, right? Hold up. You wake up and suddenly you're in love. Jesus Christ, I've experienced no, that before, Billy. There's no background vocals in this song. It's just genius, dude. It's a beautiful... Because they knew that they could rely on his voice. You know who actually produced this, I think? Who's that? Mutt Lang. Really? <laughs> I think. I might be And then he moved me. on to... What was it? Shania Twain? Yeah. I You're think, going the wrong direction, Mutt. Went, what was the other group he did? With the one-armed guy? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> That's the redeeming value, huh? 
That's what you go with. I yeah. You're high. You're high on the taste. Ag is it Def Leppard? Is it just me, or does the the beginning of this song sounds exactly like Hello? That's what I thought. A little you were bit. Playing. It's got that. Yeah, I thought the I thought you were playing Hello or Lionel Richie. What's a better song, Steve? Hello or Suddenly? Oh, what are we talking about? Gee, Suddenly. Yeah, you're right. You're not a big fan of Lionel Richie, are you? Um, I like I like Lionel Richie. I just I am such a I like his his the the what he has done. Commodores, you know, he's written amazing songs for the likes of you know who everybody. Um, but I just have not been. It's you know how you're like, it's right down the middle. He's not gonna push any. Hey, let's try this or let's try that. It's right down the middle. This is a good hit song. Here you go. Give it to David Foster. Let's make it a hit type of thing. But yeah, I like someone that's like, you never know if it's going to be a hit or not. And they just took a, they took a chance. That's my thing. And I don't think Lionel Richie really took chances so much. Do you remember when you couldn't get away from Lionel Richie and Diana Ross? Dude. Remember, remember when they would host everything and they'd go outrageous. Gee. Do you remember that? Here's the problem. I remember growing up, all I heard when I was little was Bambaluka said the boy yacht. Yeah, Jamba Jamba. And then I was like, I was like, if I hear this song excuse me? one more time. Beg your pardon? What are you saying? <laughs> I did not like that song, Doc. It's terrible. And this was during Thriller, so I really I'm gonna like say it. I'm gonna say it. It's a terrible song. Awesome. I think Dancing on the Ceiling, yes, it was a huge album. Yeah. Isn't that great? Oh, wait a minute. Then. All right. Which one do you like better? All Night Long or Celebration? <laughs> Those are two different. Are you talking about Cool in the Gang Celebration? Yes. Oh, All Night Long. You like All Night Long better than Here's Celebration? Here's why. Okay, please. Yes. Because it's been used so much. <laughs> what Christmas party have you gone to where Celebration doesn't come That's out? That's true, and then that, dude. That one drunk secretary comes out. She got her shoes off, her big toe sticking through the high, the pantyhose and shit. She's dancing, dancing with a doctor. Yes, I saw this happen at a, at a uh, Christmas party. But yeah, but he, they have the bridge. I'm looking for a song. Oh God, what is the name of that song? Hit me with it. I, maybe I can edit. We're a- editing this part. Okay, hit me with it. <clears throat> uh, I want you. To want me, oh, I'm going that. crazy knowing. You don't know that song? I don't know that song. Oh, crazy for love. Oh, what the hell is that song called, man? It's a good, good song, dude. Or how about My Love? My Love. Never just heard that song thinking about. Shut the fuck up. No. How did you not hear? You just didn't get into Lionel? No, no. Okay, well, you know what it is? The reason that this is all like in my brain is that my mom, this is like all she listened to, Lionel Richie. Oh. Lionel Richie or the other album with, um, with, uh, Oh God! It was the bear. I could see it. Barry Gibb and Barbara Streisand. Wow! And it was like a white album, like the background. And I think that we're illustrated. Maybe not. I think they were illustrated, and they're like embracing each other. Those are the things you grew up with. Those were better than mine. Those, those are a few of the things I grew up. No, with, that's, not. that's better. Than, I just had gospel in the house. That's it, dude. I had gospel. So how did you find your? How did you find your identity then? Uh, radio. When you had the, remember you could put like uh, tissue in the top of a cassette tape and record what was on, what was on the radio on the normal. Wasn't that cassette. a pain in the ass? Oh, that was a pain. <laughs> and and you had to like you. I remember calling the DJ, and he probably just hated me because I was probably you know ten. 
Can you not talk up the song? Because you wanted the whole song. But instead, you always got, you know, uh, you always got shit like. All right, 96.7. Coming up right now is a new song by. It's off the album Guilty, Barbara Streisand. Barry Gibb. Coming in. Coming in hot. Here it is. Guilty. Sing it out. Dude, here's what I will say, man. Those Gibbs, bro. The way that they do their syncopation is just ridiculous. It's perfection. It, it's almost I can almost tell what they're saw. If you just show the, the the music, you're gonna be like, yeah, same producer because it's perfection. One more, and we move on to the movies. I'm sorry, but I'm having fun. Best BG song as a whole, or can we put them in genre? Like not genre, but like like in best genre. production, best music, best this lyrics. Let's not go so meta, so deep into it. Okay, you know what I'm saying. Let's just. I would let's say just, uh, what, what's what's yours? Wow, um, I really. I'm not saying it's my favorite, but I really like how deep is your love. Oh well, I got to pick another one now. Is that yours? Yeah, but the number one. It's a on great my song. Birth- Jive talking's dope. I, the number one on my birthday was Night Fever, so I should like that. The number one. Too much heaven. That racist oh, song. Too much heaven. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what my favorite. Dang man, that's a good song. Which one? Oh, I keep on thinking of different parts, and it's all a Hadifa is your love. <laughs> Yeah, I think that is their best song. That might be their best song, dude. More than a woman's really good too. That's very. But ABBA it's not. To it's me. no. How deep is your love? More than a woman sounds like Abba. It's like, why does that remind me of Abba? Song? Well, it was more. It was very disco oriented because it was all off the sound of the Saturday well, Night Fever. So Fever's was. Soundtrack. Um. So was. Uh. Um. So you can't the uh, main song, but that doesn't sound like Stand Abba alive. to me. Well, they were they were very versatile, Steve. True, and Abba. Okay, let's anyway. You know how Abba got together? Orgy? No, how? Uh, it was a contest. They wrote, they did a songwriting contest, and they won the contest. And they're like, we should keep on writing songs. That's not how they got together, though. Well, I'm saying like got famous. Listen to this. Travolta's just in love. He's like, hey, can you dig it? I knew that you could. Did she put up a fight? <laughs> That's the rapiest lyric ever. Tell me more. Tell me more. Did she put up a fight? He had to say no. Well, we don't know what happened that night. It could have been a really long summer. Maybe, you know what? Maybe I might like emotions more than that one. Emotions? Yeah. Is that the name of the song? I think. That's what they say. In my brain, I, I've always called it the Bee Gees emotions. <laughs> I, I'm, you know what? I know it's what is it? Which one is it? Like what is it? How's it go? Hold on, let me make sure it's emotions before I stop making a fool of myself. Oh, 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 yeah. It's just emotions. Yes, I think I like, I like that one better. Okay, all right, fair enough. Good shit. Also, Destiny's Child did a really good. Well, Beyonce can sing. It's not fair. They did a real good version of it. Did you like them before they were like disco-y? Who? How do you mend a broken heart and stuff like oh, that? Oh, dude. Okay. 
I listened to the original, uh, the Bee Gees, How Do You Mend a Broken Heart. It's not as bad as people say, like, oh, Al Green's is better. You gotta, people should be, should have to think about it for a second. It's a great song. I think, and it's, uh, yeah. it's a song that changed genre, genres, genre. If you yeah, so, we, you know, it had a little bit of flair on it. But people automatically like, I, Al Green's is better. I'm like, it should be a conversation. Okay, but if you had to choose one, which one are you going with? After thinking for a long, hard minute, I'd go Bee Gees. But it's not an automatic. I'm going to go Al Green. Exactly, but it wouldn't be that, like, boom. You'd be like, hmm, good question. No, I think Al Green's is, a, is just, it's just a better song. Now that I'm thinking about it, it's a better song. I, think- I love the tempo of it. It's more emotional. Oh, for sure. And it doesn't help that I saw it in Notting Hill. They used it perfectly. Uh-huh. They used it perfectly, dude. So I, I think that's that the winner. Before. Great movie, man. I might have to peep. You know, one day we're going to get on here and actually do which who did it better and do covers. Because I have some very controversial takes. I like that. All right. Please submit your suggestions to us, ladies and gentlemen. Heroes of Noise podcast at gmail.com. Only the right ones, though. Don't give me no bull jive. No bull jive. That's the rules. No. Steve, we got movies to talk right, about, dude. It. You want to do this shit? Let's do it. All night long. You're gross. All right. What do you want to talk about first, man? Let's talk about what you... I want you to talk about Onward. Of course you do. Because <laughs> I don't know the crap this... Oh, it's the Pixar. Yeah, talk. Tell me what brought you to this movie. Why you... Like, what, what, what attracted you right. to it? Fair enough. We'll get the quick ones out yeah. of the way. That's what she said. Hey, real quick. So... uh Last episode, I talked about a movie called Life Animated on Hulu. It is about this uh, man with autism and how he relates his life with Disney movies, how he basically came back from near, not really catatonic, but he wasn't speaking, uh, completely shut himself off. And he, as a kid, he fell into this thing where he just loved watching Disney movies. And a lot of people on the spectrum will fixate on one thing, and that's how they sort of navigate through life i talked about it enough i think you should watch this movie guys and i didn't give it a rating so um because we went a little bit longer i will just tell you that i give that movie a solid four out of five that's it i'm i'm not gonna do wacky ratings when it comes to documentaries because that's like serious shit sometimes you know what i mean sure that's that's what i'm saying you can't you can't do that but anyway okay. onward with this show let's talk about onward mm-hmm, yeah that was pretty good right no it was not um i watched onward I don't have a whole lot to say about this movie. I like Pixar movies. I think they're um, they're pretty solid most of the time. And I still don't know exactly why, how... I mean, I realize it's partially Disney, but there's always the insistence of having a dead parent. I don't know why it's like that. I, I just feel like someone really hurt Walt, you know? Because it's, like the, it's, it's almost like it's in the contract at this point. That said... Well, I mean, would you disagree? Like, think about it. I, we don't have to go down this discussion. It's been done a bunch of times, but it's... Why is there always a dead parent? I don't get it. I do not know why. But this movie stars Tom Holland and Chris Pratt, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, Octavia Spencer, Mel Rodriguez, and a whole bunch of other people. Ali Wong is in it. Tracy Allman's in it. Uh, who else, man? John Rasenberger's in it. There's a shit ton of people in this movie. And even Wilmer Valderrama. Yes, wow. Fez. He's in it, too. Mm-hmm. Great cast. But, yeah, it's a good one, man. I wouldn't say this is, like, my favorite movie out of the Pixar ones, but it hit all the... It, like, it ticked all the boxes for me. Um, what it's about is uh, it's like the land of magic. Like back in the day, there was a bunch of magic and it's not like a, like a human society. I guess they're, I don't know, trolls or something like that. I'm not entirely sure what they are, but there used to be a bunch of magic back in the day. Magic went by the wayside and these two brothers, their father passes away when the, uh, it's an older brother 
played by Chris Pratt, and then uh, the younger brother is played by Tom Holland. When Tom Holland's character turns 16, they get this gift from their dad that the mom has been holding on to. You know, don't give it to him until he's 16. And what it is, it's a staff, like a magic staff, and this crystal. And damn it, I think it is called the Phoenix Crystal. Don't hold me to that, but it's not that important. But it is a big part of the story. And uh, what it is is that uh, for 24 hours, they can hang with their dad again. That's the, that's the whole thing with the story. So, But of course, it doesn't go that easy. Um, shit happens. They have to go find another Phoenix uh, Stone. I believe it's called Phoenix Stone. So they only have like a very limited time with him. I won't go any further than that, but I will say that this movie does make you feel, give you all that little, that family stuff, if that's the kind of stuff you're into. If you like a, the, the family aspect of Pixar and Disney movies, I think that you should watch this. It's really good. Uh, it is something that you have to buy if you don't have Disney Plus. So that's that's the, you know, that's the give and the take right there. It's on, it's free on Disney Plus, but you can get it on Apple TV, wherever else you get movies. And I think it's like 20 bucks. And here's the thing. I thought it used to say like when Invisible Man came out and The Hunt came out and all the and then Onward came out, it was saying buy for nineteen ninety nine. Now it says rent. So caveat, you know what I'm saying? I, I think I would probably just get Disney Plus. Get yourself a little Disney Plus uh, free trial. Watch it there. But it's a good movie, and I will give this one. Uh, I'm going to give it a three out of five dragons. That's it. I don't feel very original on the wacky ratings for the last couple of weeks. That's I don't fair, know what's going fair. on. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's happening with me, man. I'm going through some shit right now. I think it's this lockdown. It's messing with your brain? A little bit. But I will say, Steve, I know this isn't really your jam, but I think this is a good family one. Like you hanging out with Cameron and Melissa and bring Maj along too because he's a good kid. I think you guys would all like this movie. That is, you know what? I think I might check it out then. You should, man. Do it. Just, you know, go, hey, here's a little something you weren't expecting. And then you lay it on him. And then they'd be like, look at you. This guy, Heart of Gold. Steve Hudson, Heart of Gold. Heart of Gold. Seriously. That three, out, so. but three out of five is a good rate. It's worth me checking it out. It's fool's gold. Yeah, it's not. It's a real, It's a good watch, man. I, I, I will take Toy Story any day of the week. I'll take Monsters, Inc. any day of the week. But it's a solid movie. I liked it a lot better than I thought I was going to. Because with those movies, I either, like, I'm fully in or I kind of tune out. And I was fully into this one. And I would watch it again. I'm in. So there you go. You got one. I've already seen it. I've talked about it, but it's on here. And I want to know your opinion on Hobbs and Shaw. So here's the thing. So I'm sitting there looking at possibilities of movies to watch on my Comcast. And, uh, <laughs> I, you know, because normally I'm on, you know, I spend so much time on, you know. Uh, the toilet. Netflix, or Shutter, or Fire. You know, I just do so many of them. I'm like, you know what? I do pay a lot of money. So let me see what Xfinity has to offer. And I was going through stuff, and I was like, Maj, how, how good was Hobbs and Shaw? And he said, I didn't say it was groundbreaking. I simply said, I liked it, and I think you will, too. I'm like, you know, that's about as good of a review as I'll take. So I start watching it. Let me first say, hmm. it tells you what it is from the beginning. For sure. It tells you what it is. There's no question. There's not a question. As soon as a certain character pops in for a cameo, you're like, oh, he's explaining. You do know this is ridiculous, right? This is insane what we're doing. Just letting you know. And I was like, okay, this is really fun so far. And uh, The Rock, it's fun. Jason Statham's fun. And I'm like, all right, well, when I start getting bored, I'm just going to turn it off and, you know, turn on something else. Can I interrupt you for just a quick second? So when you're watching this movie, like you said, you kind of know what's up like right away. What are you thinking about? You said The Rock was fun and Jason Statham was fun, but 
did you get the oh no it's this movie kind of thing because it's that it's the clearly i don't watch any of the fast and furious movies so i have no idea how many movies they've been in so i you know what i mean like i just know they're sort of affiliated with this movie was jason statham in fast and furious uh yes i think he was in one of them i never i don't watch those movies though yeah never seen one of them but so i knew that there was you know like these guys have been around for a while but (laughs) i just felt like i'd seen that before do you know what i'm saying this guy no this guy I don't like you. I don't like you. Somehow we got to pull it together. I had to get past that to enjoy this movie. I, I seriously, I didn't get that at all. I thought, okay, that's cool. Yeah, I'm was, you know what I what I had. No doubt, no doubt. And I thought that it was going. I, that's why I said once I get bored, I'm turning it off. Mm-hmm. I never turned it off. I was, ex- I was in all the way, only because I know that everyone knows what movie they're in. Idris Elba knows exactly what movie he's in. There's he just is dope question. in this movie. He was, and the, the motorcycle that he had to me was just really dope. I was like, this whole thing is cool. And the black Superman thing was fun. I was yeah. like, that's yeah, a fun little thing they threw in there. It's just all these things were just fun. And the way that they accomplished what they need to accomplish at the end, I was like, yeah, that would be the only way you could do it. They went full Return of the Jedi on that one, man. They used all of their native skills. Yeah, and they were like, okay, the only way we beat this dude is to do this. I'm not going to, I know, I don't, I, whatever, if you haven't seen it. <laughs> um, but they really, I'm like, yeah, you're. if you do this and then work as a team, hypothetically, you could, be, and it was just like, oh, this was fun. There was a lot of ridiculous things that you're like, oh, come on, a car can't do that. But they yeah. already said in the beginning of the movie, you guys are about to watch a ridiculous movie. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, you know, again, I don't have any familiarity with Fast and Furious, but I know what I'm getting myself into more or less. So when I went and saw this movie, I was fully prepared for all of the absurdity and the and the big explosions and the cheap laughs and stuff like that. So sometimes those movies are, it's just you turn your brain off and you just have fun. Yeah, and, and I think, I'm not going to ruin the, the special guest, but... The interaction that The Rock has with this special cameo is so fun. It's like within a conversation, I knew what their whole relationship was. This is how this whole relationship was. And I thought it was really cool. And so when they talk, you're like, I know how their whole relationship has been. This is fun. I'm just, and I'm in from jump. From jump, I'm in. And I, I, I really, enjoy, I would, to the point, I would say, if someone was like, should I watch it? It wouldn't be, well, if you're into, I wouldn't even say that. I'd be like, yeah, it's fun. Right yeah. now in quarantine, watch this movie. It will take your mind off what is happening right now. And I love how, uh, you know, they go to Samoa, which is actually Hawaii, but still. They go to Samoa and, man, it's it's seeing them fight and how it happens. And it's just freaking fun. And it, Mama. Oh, dude, mama. And they tried to get um, <laughs> they tried to get homeboy for his brother, but he was doing Aquaman. Oh, Momoa. Yeah, because he's like, I tried to get Mo- I tried to get Momoa. We talked and talked and talked and talked and talked because they thought that if he opened the door, he thought the crowd would go crazy. God, you know what? It's almost like a guarantee that Momoa is going to show up in one of those. Movies. He said next time. He's like, there's no question next time he's in. He wants to be. Do you think he's in this new this new one, or maybe he's just doing the Hobbs and Shaw stuff? He's only because uh, even Jason Statham said he doesn't want to do any more Fast and Furious. He doesn't like. The, I, I don't can't. think he likes the vibe on the set because remember the Rock and 
Vin did not get along. Or Tyrese too, huh? The Rock and Tyrese. I think it's just intimidation. When you it's jealousy. Yeah, because when The Rock goes on set, everyone's different than when Vin Diesel and Tyrese is on set. <laughs> Things yeah. change a little bit. That's that second tier. Yeah. When you and then you also have a full-on gym that travels with him and someone that is hired specifically to put it together everywhere he is. That is incredible. Sorry, Tyrese. Yeah, you just need to where you, you're just you're tired, Reese. It's over, G. Oh, shots fired, Steve Hudson. I like that. Tired Reese. I like that, man. <laughs> Let's put it on Twitter and see what happens. But uh I will give this, I will give Hobbs and Shaw three out of five. It is totally fun. It is an absolute it like you I heard a lot of people were like, it is entirely too long. Gee, when I, it was over, I was like, oh. Watched, uh, you know who was supposed to be the voice of that computer? Who's that? Uh, Keanu Reeves. Ah, that'd have been funny. Yeah, that'd but they said they disagreed. They're like, The Rock was like, uh, we talked for like a week and we just disagreed on the 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 direction he was. He did, and I'm like, yeah, because Keanu's like, I'm not gonna do anything that I'm not totally gonna have a ball. He doesn't need to. If I'm not gonna totally be in, I don't need to just do whatever. So he just didn't agree with the character he was going to be playing. And I get it. Do you think he's difficult to work with? No. I don't think so either. No. It's probably just a, yeah, it's probably just a difference of opinion. Yeah, he probably didn't want to be the ghoul. I imagine he's like, no, I want to have some sort of redeeming. And there's no redemption in this. Yeah, movie. he's like, I'm on a roll right now. I don't want to put the brakes on just yet. Seriously, especially with the John Wick. And then even with, um, what was that movie where he played uh, that new the new dude, Homegirl's New Guy? Uh. Ah, damn it! Why can I never I, remember you love that shit. with Ali Wong? Yes, you loved um, uh, "Always Be My Maybe." <laughs> Always be my maybe. And That's it. he was the fact that he did that. He knows who he is, but he also understood. Um, he probably doesn't want to just you know who knows what the reason was, but I'm glad that they went a different direction. But again, The Rock even said he's gonna be in something with you know he he's in. We just got to figure out how to make it. And now that people have seen it, I wouldn't be surprised if. Momoa and you know Keanu are like that. What looked a lot more fun than I thought it was going to be. So again, I will I will um, give it three out of five hakas. Nice man. You know they could totally go off onto like an Expendables kind of thing if you just start adding in Keanu oh, and. Dude. Oh, dude. Huh. No question. I, yeah. I would. It, just... You know, it's a really fun movie, dude. I I can't remember if I gave it a two point five or a three, but I'm pretty sure it was probably a two point five. But. I think I want to go back to it again. It was it was way more fun than I thought it was going to be. I dude, I had a freaking the 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 way that they would like uh Statham would hit one person and then the rock would hit like five people in a row. And so they'd he'd hit boom, 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 and he'd look in the look in the window and the rock would be like, eh. he's like, okay. And he'd do some really dope thing to hurt somebody else and look in the window and Rock was like, eh, you're getting better. But that wasn't impressed. I was like, this is so cool right here. I love how they're like, okay, well, watch me do this then. And The Rock's like, yeah, dude, no. I'm six foot five and I could just bang these people's heads over. And Statham had to kind of be like, well, look what I can do. And he proved himself to be a match. I thought it was fantastic. And even the Mick Jagger thing they did was just, I thought it was fun. You have to know what you're going into. But if you know that and you accept it, it's a really fun ride. So check it out, everybody. Hobbs and Shaw. Yes. I know it's an older movie, but what the fuck else you got to do right now, right? You're stuck in your house. Watch a movie. Yep. 
speaking of, you know, watch old stuff. I watched older stuff. I watched something from last year. I went really far back, and I watched something from last year, Steve. Twilight Zone. Jordan Peele's Twilight Zone. I, like I got to tell you, dude. Yeah. It's, uh, it was pretty good. I'm not going to give it like a perfect rating or anything like that. There's 10 episodes, but I really like the way that they, um, they're definitely staying current with times. It's, it's, there's certainly some woke episodes in there, but they don't really do anything. Like what I thought it was going to be at first was going to be like a, a, a recreation mm-hmm. of classic episodes, man on the wing and such. I'm not a huge Twilight Zone guy. Uh, I know that's blasphemy in a lot of circles, but I it, I like it. I just I'm not huge on it. So, you know, I didn't I didn't really go in expecting much, but I did expect it to be like the remake of all these other ones, and it's it's not that at all. But there's some really interesting stories. Uh, a couple of them don't hit that well. There is one though. Let me find it real quick, dude. I really like this actor, and I thought this was the strongest one. So, see Twilight Zone. Hey, how did you watch it? CBS All Access. It's on CBS All Access. I got that for Picard. And quite honestly, I sort of dropped off Picard. It's, I don't know. I, I, I plan on going back to it, but it just didn't hold my I've interest. I've heard a few people say like, that should be in 100% that have been like, eh, it's fine. Yeah, it seems like it's very polarized. You either really love it or you just don't like it at all. I'm leaning towards just not liking it at all, but I, I'm I'm going to give it another shot because there are those times when like, you know, I just uh, I just can't get into something for whatever reason. Maybe it's my mood or something like that. Understandable. But. Yeah, I can't freaking find it. Hold on. Okay, I pause for just a second because I want to pull up these episodes. There's a lot of them. I've been watching a lot of stuff. My brain's a little bit fried. But um, I wanted to run down some things. I know that you liked. Did you see the first episode? Because I know it was free. Yeah, I saw the one with Kumail Nanjiani. Okay. and Well, that K- Kumail, not the new one. The original Kumail 1.0. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pre-beef? <laughs> Jesus, that guy got ripped. <laughs> I want some of this Marvel action. Dude. Put me in a movie. I'll be a like, villain. Jesus. Did you see those pictures of him? Uh, like, one was of Wolverine. Yeah. He was like, posed I did. like Wolverine. I, did. I, I had to look at that for a second. I'm like, did they Photoshop that? And dude, I went, oh shit, they did get him in shape. Humongous, dude. Not humongous. He is in good shape. I mean, in comparison, I would say he's humongous. Compared to what he was, yes. To his, yeah, his thin, slender frame that he had before. Anyway, we're going to stop gushing <laughs> over Nazgani. Uh, it's a good episode, man. It's not my favorite, but I know that you're partial to him, so I get that. But uh, Adam Scott's in the next one. It's called Nightmare at 30,000 Feet. And here I'm going, okay. Oh, this is yeah. not, now the man on the wing. And it's not that at all. Oh, that has to do with, um, it's an interesting take on, he's listening to a podcast. And as he's listening to a podcast, things are happening, happening around him. I'm in. You know what I mean? So it's good, yeah. Um, there's another one. Let's see. There's one called Replay. I'll just really quickly go down the, the list on these. But there's one called Replay. And what this one is, is this um, this woman and her son are traveling. She's trying to get him to this college. I can't remember the name of the college. It's a black college. And they basically run into this. It's almost like a, it's kind of a horror horror show on this one. Because they keep running into this racist cop. And no matter what they do. Oh, by the way, her she has a camcorder. And for whatever reason, when she hits rewind, it like takes her back in time to like, you know, it'll just reset a scene. So, you know, they're they're running from this cop and then something terrible happens. So she just sets rewind and she's right back right before it started again. And it's just her trying to manipulate a way to like get away from it. Okay. Okay. So that's it's it's good. I liked it. It was um, 
I don't know. At first, it seemed a little cheap in just the the way that it was uh, selling the plot. But then I really got into that one. So that was, it's actually one of my favorites out of the 10. And then um, there's one with, uh, oh, God, what's his name? Steven Young. Oh, my goodness. My boy from yeah, The Walking, Walking Deasy. Yeah, my man. Uh, Glenn, he's in it. And it's called A Traveler. And it's a Christmas one. I'm thinking, when did it come out? I'm thinking it might have hit right around Christmas time. No, it didn't because it came out in April. But anyway, it's a Christmas episode. And it has a uh, twist to it that I don't want to ruin for you. That was a decent one. There was one that I watched, though, that I really did not get into. Oh, but there was one. uh, It's called The Wonderkind. And it's, it's, okay, what this one's about is it's got uh, John Cho. And he is a... um, He's like the press guy for for or campaign manager. That's what he's a campaign manager. And he just loses his campaign miserably. You can tell right away where they're going with this. It's definitely a uh, sign of the times mm-hmm. kind of an episode. But what the whole principle is, is that this guy loses everything. He This one president who was complete shit, he only gets like one one term. And uh, because of, it's all because of him, like it chokes. Mm-hmm. The whole thing chokes. So he, he's down on his luck. And he sees this kid on YouTube who's like, I think, tw- 10 or 12 years old. And it's uh, Jacob Tremblay. Yeah. Great actor. This kid's just awesome. But anyway, it was, He's I mean, in you saw uh, everything. You saw, hey, you saw Dr. Sleep, right? Gee, I, this week I saw um, a movie you talked about a while ago where he's, oh, daggone it. Don't get me to lying. Just keep on going. Was it Room? No, keep on going. I don't want, I don't even okay. want to take you off of your. Uh, Group. All right, I'll make it quick. Basically, what has this kid's running for president? Mm-hmm. He's twelve years old. They're like, no one's gonna do this, you know. But the kid's got some points that he he. I think he's doing it for more of the sideshow. So it's uh, you're taking someone that really shouldn't ever have any reason being in the White House, mm-hmm. and you're gonna try and sell it to the public, and the public buys it. So now you have a child in the White House that's, you know. Play this with me. I don't. I don't want to play this with you. You shouldn't be behaving. You shouldn't be behaving this way. You're the president of the United States. You're fired. You see where I'm going? Yes. So it's it's really really smart how they did that. At first it was a little annoying because there's a couple of scenes that's like okay extra cheese. Like it was just a little bit too much. But then when I put it into perspective of what they're trying to sell as far as the plot of this episode, I'm like this is brilliant. I loved it. I thought it was really good. That was probably my favorite episode. You know, obviously, I'm a little uh, hot-headed on Twitter these days, trying not to really bring it too much into the show. But I think that's why this one really hit, because it's just like, as soon as you get what's going on, you know it's in the neighborhood. But once it all finally clicks in and you start seeing like, oh, a child in the White House, it's really, really good. And then um, there's another one called, I I can keep going, but Six Degrees of Separation, no, excuse me, Six Degrees of Freedom was another good one. And this is about a uh, space crew that's, they're taken off to go to Mars to... um, to see if they can actually live there. And what ends up happening is as they're taken off, dude, this nuclear war breaks out right below them. Yeah. And they're kind of stuck in space. But another great one. But the one that I want to talk about, there's two more. I'll skip a few. So there's one called the Blue Scorpion. And this one was really, really freaking good, dude. Um, what's that actor's name? His name is Chris O'Dowd. You know who I'm talking mm-hmm. about, right? I like Chris O'Dowd. He he comes. I'm not going to ruin the plot on this one in case anyone's going to watch this. But he, uh, he comes upon his dad dies. And he comes across this gun that has a blue scorpion on it. And his name is Jeff in the show. And there's a bullet right next to it that says Jeff. But suddenly everyone's name is Jeff. And I'm not going to even try to explain this one. I'm just telling you, this is probably, I would say this is either my first or second favorite of the bunch. But it's just so well acted. Called the blue scorpion. You can skip to it. I believe it is episode seven, if I'm not mistaken. No, episode nine. And then the other one that I want to bring up, I almost don't want to. But I'm going to anyway because it's got Zazie Beats in it. And it's called Blurry Man. 
And this is where, because, you know, the whole time you're watching Jordan Peele, you only see him as the narrator. So he's all, you know, the Twilight Zone. That's pretty much all you see the whole time. So this one starts off and it's Seth Rogen and he's an artist, or excuse me, not an artist, an, uh, an author rather. Mm-hmm. And he's writing this book about like something like a Holocaust apocalyptic thing that happens. And then he like looks out the window and he's like, why, why did this happen? And then, you know, that's where the narrator steps in. He's imagine yourself, blah, 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 blah. And he gets about halfway through it. He's like, wait, hold up, hold up, stop. And then it's like, eh, they cut. And then he's just Jordan Peele. And it's like, what's it's a, it's a twilight zone scenario on the set of the twilight zone. Okay. Starring Zazie Beats. It's really good, but yeah. So I love the show. I, I thought it was great. It's totally worth a watch. I would recommend right now, if you're interested in doing say Picard, Twilight Zone. By the way, CBS All Access is a pretty dope app. Honestly, like I'm not impressed with Disney Plus anymore. I don't think that they're putting out enough content quick enough. Uh, if you're, this is just my opinion, of course. But if you're sort of on the fence, maybe you want to switch something up for a while. CBS All Access is really not that bad. There's a lot of great stuff on there, and uh, you know you can have it for I think it's like a week free. What the hell else are you doing? Check it out. Is it just a week? I you know don't hold me to it. I'm not entirely sure. I, I picked it up for Picard, and I've just had it ever since. And okay. I'm not entirely sure. I never did the the trial, so. Okay. But I know there is a trial. Right. But I would definitely check it out. I think it's nine ninety nine a month if you're interested in, in doing it. And there's tons of stuff. Anything on CBS plus a lot of stuff like you know all access. They have their own original shows, their own streaming shows. Check it out. It's great. But Twilight Zone, freaking fantastic. I loved it. And um, I will give the whole season. I will give this a. I'll give it a three point seven five out of five. Blurry men. That's fair. All right, two more, Steve, and then we're out of here, man. So we both saw Bloodshot this week. We won't get too into this one because I kind of want to talk about the other one a little bit more, unless, of course, you want to do that, and, you know, it's your world. But (laughs) uh, I was able to get this movie to you, and I'm really glad you watched it. But I'm very curious. You don't have to go too far into it. I'm very curious what you thought of this movie. I liked it. It was fine. It was perfectly, for Vin Diesel, perfectly Mm -hmm. fine. It's like because it was like it was not as good as is it's okay not not even not as good it's not as bad as people are going to tell you it is it's just it's I what I would call this movie is the equivalent of if Barry Manilow wrote a song for the worst singer in the world no matter what <laughs> si- well no matter how good the song is the worst singer is going to make it sound like a terrible song. But when you really get down and read the lyrics and play the chords, you're like, oh, no, this song is good. You're just a bad singer is all. That's what this movie is. Oh, Mandy. Seriously. But here's what I'll say. If you don't like Vin Diesel, don't watch this movie. Because Vin, Vin Diesel is VinDiesel.com in this movie. Okay. All right. But all yeah, right. I liked it. I liked it as well. I don't like Vin Diesel. I, I just don't think he's a great actor at all. Uh, anything that I've ever seen him in. And you definitely get a Vin Diesel movie here. But for some reason, he was tolerable in this one. Yes. And I'm not entirely sure. I can't exactly figure out why I liked this movie. Don't get me wrong. You know, things like Hobbs and Shaw, action movies. They're not my favorite, but I do enjoy watching them. Especially when you sort of take the brain out and just, you know, all the explosions and stuff. Not so much with Bloodshot. I mean, it's a it's a simple plot. I can tell you that I in my opinion, I feel like this movie's been done a million times. Like they took a lot of the same things and they sort of just fused them together and they made a new movie and they put Vin Diesel in mm-hmm. it. But somehow it works yeah. and I don't exactly know why that is. Like normally I would just check out. I can't do this anymore and I would just stop watching the movie. Uh but even Gail was into it. 
in a, in this weird kind of like we don't know why we're into this movie, but it's it's it, it. There's no hiccups in it really. It's just it's just like they Frankenstein a bunch of action movies and they put it together and somehow Vin Diesel sort of he he gets his way through it without really getting himself in too much trouble. Um, there are a few things that are very like okay. There's just one part that I'm so glad that they brought it back and explained why they did this because the moment that it happened. I was ready. I was ready to turn the movie off, actually. And what it was was the um, who you think is the big bad at first, and then uh, it's like right when it's right before he becomes bloodshot. Mm-hmm. Basically, he's in that chair, mm-hmm. and the the big bad comes in, and he turns on the music, and he starts dancing. So weird. And I was like, no, but you've seen this before in movies, and there's only one person that's going to do this, ladies and gentlemen, that will do it. Where I will not shut the movie on. It's Sam fucking Rockwell. He's the only person that can pull this one off. And he's pulled it off before. But that scene, I was like, oh, no, they're not doing this right now. And I was ready to turn it off. I'm glad I stuck it out because they explained why they do that. Yes. And it just made a lot more sense. I got, okay, all right, this is a little bit of a smarter movie than I'm, than I'm thinking that it is. Um, but, yeah, obviously, I think that the weakest point of it is going to be Vin Diesel, unfortunately. I just don't know what it is. He, he, he somehow gets these lead roles, but he's, I don't think he's a leading man. No, not at all. Like you can get them for cheaper, I'd imagine. It's probably what it is, you know? And then the other thing that this almost made me not watch it. Okay. You know how I feel about Parker Posey. Mm-hmm. I feel the same way about Guy Pierce. Oh, that's interesting. I just don't know what it is about Guy Pierce. I just can't stand that man in any movie. And he always ends up doing exactly what I thought he was going to do in these movies. I don't know what it is. He's, I'm sure he's a wonderful human being, but I just cannot stand that man in movies. I have not one of them from Priscilla queen of the desert and onward. And he was like the, he was like the, the kind of the main catch in that movie too. It was, you know, was it Snipes Swayze and Pierce and he did a really good job in it. But I'm thinking out of, actually I'll take that back. I think I liked him in that one. And then there was one called Memento. I believe he was really good. That he was really good in. Yeah, but then after that, I just couldn't stand him anymore. And I don't know. I have no good reason for it, but I think I just hate his face. There you go. So, all right, let's rate it. Bloodshot. Um, I'm going to give Bloodshot a 2.5 out of 5 clouds of flour. Uh, yeah, I think I'll go. Yeah, I think it's worthy of 2.5. So you're saying it's half perfect? Yeah, If okay, and people, if, if you want to see a better thing than this in the same genre, <laughs> go see Upgrade 2018. Upgrade is far superior. It does this better. I'm a little offended that you're putting Upgrade into this. I know why you're doing it, but Upgrade is far superior. It's far superior. If you like this, just go see that. Yeah, God, that's good. You know what? <laughs> I've been a little addicted to buying movies lately. <laughs> that's have to a hook great movie. Some too. Upgrade. Just the way that, I mean, we're now we're talking about a completely different movie, but just the, the fight scenes, oh. the way that his body moves. Like he doesn't have control of it. it that was great. Yeah. And I think that yeah. what I did like about Bloodshot is the whole, the the whole, you know, that he can scan everything and surf the net, which still makes no sense because the nanobot should not be having wife. But anyway. Uh, They're very good nanobots, Steve. <laughs> nanites. Nanites. and Top quality nanites. So, like, so they can do. But anyway, I, I would say to 2.5, it's, it's a... It's a totally fine movie, as long as you don't absolutely hate his voice and Vin Diesel as a person. Yeah, that it really it's got, but it's got everything that you've seen. It has the man in the chair. It's got the um, super attractive. Are they going to have sex? Or are they going to be enemies? Mm-hmm. 
what what's the deal you know the the the, the female lead uh it's got the big bad and you kind of know right away what's happening right i mean you saw what was coming yes. immediately you knew right yes so so yeah it's very it's a predictable movie but it, it's a fun movie and right now i think that people need more smiles and and to take their minds off of the news and uh so bloodshot yeah so i'll give it a 2.5 out of 5 bionic legs that's it perfect yeah man bloodshot check that one out guys i think you'll like it better than you you think you might but who knows maybe you'll just waste your money and see there's the deal it's another one of those movies that cost 20 bucks but i know a guy and i'll leave it at that <laughs> yes <laughs> all right and then lastly, you talked about this on the last episode, mm-hmm. and uh, I have been avoiding this movie since the screeners came out. Yes. Back in like early December, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. It's been sitting on my hard drive. I, I just haven't watched it, and now it's on Hulu. Yes. So you talked about this. I was actually surprised that you, that you wanted to watch this movie. I don't know why. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to like, oh, oh I, I, get I, it. I thought yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? It just didn't seem like, like your joint is what I'm saying. And, um, but it's called Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Mm-hmm. You watched this movie. You you haven't really given it a rating yet. You did tell me that it completely tore you apart. Yes. And I think I know where. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I know where because I because I was fucking. What's that tearing sound I'm hearing right now? <laughs> oh, that's me, dude. Um, Steve, thank you for recommending this movie. Oh, I, I this is I stepped out of a comfort zone. There's something I don't know. It's totally me, and I know that I need to get out of that now that we you know we review movies all the time, but. It's just not something that I saw myself watching. First of all, it has nothing to do with the subtitles, but it's a French movie. Mm-hmm. And I don't normally go to those unless I'm hearing everyone talk about this movie. Yeah. Um, it's a, uh, I don't know if it's, a, if I could call it a period piece, but it kind of has like a period piece feel it to really it. I don't know is. if I'm using yeah. that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. right? So right away, these just aren't the things that I go, oh, I'm going to go run out and watch this movie. I never put it away like I'm never going to go to it but I just kept putting it off and putting it off and putting it off and the fact that you watched this movie made me want to watch it just so we can have something to talk about I'm sitting at work there's nothing going on I'm watching this movie and I'm thinking man it's gonna be because it's two it's like two hours and one minute long and I'm thinking this is probably going to be a a really long watch and then uh, Melissa Sloter told me that she's like listen the payoff's great but it's a super super slow burn and I'm like okay I'll, I'll just sort of play it by ear and see what happens. And it turns out I didn't have any patience last night. So I'm watching this movie and I'm into it a little bit. And I'm like, okay, it's cool. Not so bad. It's pretty good. And then all of a sudden, (laughs) 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 all of a sudden I'm like, I'm like, but how are you going to, how are you going to paint? Dude, you're going to paint her. (laughs) She gave so much trouble to the other person. What this movie's about, you guys real quick is, uh, there is a woman that is, um, she's hired, to do a portrait of this woman's daughter who's going to be married soon. She's being basically married off. Like she yes. does. I don't think she knows the husband. It's an arranged marriage. Mm-hmm. She's, she's not having this whatsoever. She's had someone or another painter come out before and basically just exhausted this dude because she wouldn't hold still. She wouldn't let him see her face. And he, she just broke him down. So they bring this other lady in and they connect immediately. And, the story is it's it's a goddamn beautiful dude. story, dude. And it the really is. By Noemi Merlon and Adele Hanel. He, oh yeah, yeah, dude. Even the one that played Sophie, Gee. the little oh, house servant, she was awesome too. She was good too. She was. Everyone was fantastic in this movie, oh, man, dude. And. You're right, though, dude. It really like it's it's such a beautiful story. It's about you know forbidden love. Ugh. And not being able to make a choice. Ugh. 
and just being completely empty inside because of it. And then, you know, you're, you're, someone's planning your life for you. You're just miserable because of it. And it shows on the outside. This beautiful woman just looks completely miserable the entire time, you know? And then it takes, it takes the, the painter basically to, to pull her out of this. And the way that they connect so slowly, the, the, the eye contact, the, the little brushes of, the, of their hands, the way that they, they connect. I mean, I'm trying to remember the last time I saw a movie where it really hit me like that, where a, like a, a true love story, like, I just felt it immediately. I mean, I felt it radiating out of the damn television, dude. I wanted them to kiss for the, I was like, what is this going to happen? The way that they build this <laughs> tension where it's just like, okay. And, and for a while I'm like, am I bugging? I might be bugging and I might just be a perv in my brain thinking that there has yeah. to be a connection. I might yeah. just be bugging. Then slowly there'd be little things. And I love how when she first paints her, you can see that she's not happy in the painting. Yeah. And the girl's like, mm-hmm. you look so mad in these paintings. Like I'm trying to get, and she's just like, you don't see her smile at all for a long time. Right. She just looks very standoffish. And I, I, the, the the way that not every moment is filled with dialogue. Sometimes it just sits there. Sometimes you just, ha- I mean, they're building this idea and man, it's just. And they, they want you to feel what they're feeling. Yes. They want you to think about what each person is. is uh, the director, do you have the director handy, by the yeah, way? Yeah, Celine uh, Shiyama, writer and director phenomenal <laughs> but the way that she plays this i mean again like you're saying there's not a lot of words going on but i think she's challenging you to put yourself into that position of like what is either what what are these two women feeling right and and it's all done non-verbally a lot of the time you know but there's a lot of dialogue in it of course oh, yes. but um yes, yes. yeah dude and then and then how they they kind of build it on this greek tragedy where it's yes. like maybe he there's a story i won't ruin it for y'all but there's a story that they're reading and then they have this theory on what the end of the story meant. And they're all like, Sophie is generally, like genuinely hurt from the end of the story. She's like, wait a minute. That's not how a story's supposed to end. And they're like, but maybe, maybe he didn't want her to. And, and, and I'm not going to say what she said, but it, the way that they double back at the end to that story, you're like, oh. Okay, so can we talk about? See, there's a few things that I wanted to touch yes, hit on. It, hit it. So there's the scene where they're at the bonfire. Yeah. Oh. And and that's where, of course, you know the the movie's title comes from oh. to some degree. To to some degree. Yes. What do you make of that? They're staring at each other mm-hmm. across the bonfire, and she walks away, and she's literally on fire. But she's they're still just staring at each other. That was a weird scene. Like, I'm not knocking it. I'm no. not critiquing it. I was just trying to... Is it just as simple as just they were just so in love and and that they, they weren't paying attention to that? Because it would strike me that... And I'm, I'm drawing terror. I'm, what are the names? What the fuck was her name? The the painter. No, uh, Naomi Merlon. What's no, the character's name? I don't even know the character's name. I forgot. The it just... Name. It struck me weird that one would watch the other one. Marianne. Marianne. Help them? Yeah. Marianne, yes. So... uh and, you know, and then like Sophie comes and puts her out and then she collapses. It seemed like it was a scene that was like, I don't know. That was the only time that I just felt a little bit confused. But I, I get what they're going for. They were staring at each other. I'm not stupid. I, I understand yeah. where they're going. Well, but. for me, it like 
that oddly that scene is one of the scenes that like sucked my breath out because it seems like when uh marianne was looking at eloise when she walked around the fire she had been trying Mm -hmm. to find who she's going to be painting for this whole time how am i going to be painting this person i don't know who she is what is her who is this person really and when she walked around that fire and that light hit her face. She said, that's her. That is who I'm painting. And that that silhouette and that her, the way the lighting hit her, it mm-hmm. took my breath away. I was yeah. like, Dude, that is a striking figure. I get what you're saying completely on that. And I know, I know you explained it very well. And I know that's what's going on. But I was just, it was still, it was like the, well, she's on fire. You might want to help her. But breathtaking that's a really good word to use dude because this movie was shot intentionally to look like a portrait oh no question. several yeah. times yeah. there's the one scene you know the one scene where uh they they kind of have a a little bit of an argument and mm-hmm. she runs away mm-hmm. and then she runs after it and you see her in the green dress by the ocean mm-hmm. like i don't normally notice that kind of shit <laughs> you know what i'm saying like i can appreciate it but i just i don't normally notice that and it was just they 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 hit the mark so well with this movie as far as just how beautiful it was that, I mean, I was really surprised I got into this movie as much as I did it, because I came home after work and I'm like, I got like 45 minutes left on this movie. And I, I rocked it out. It was, it was really, really good. Really sad. Oh, and I was going to say there, there's a part here where no one really, uh, there's, there's a thing that happens to Sophie that is so terrible and it's so, it's unfortunate that she had to go through it. And it seems like everyone took it so a matter of fact. But then when they get back to the house and they're like, are you asleep? Eloise says, are you asleep? And she's like, no, I guess we're going to go to sleep. And Eloise says, no, if you, we're going to paint. Because she's like, if you're going to paint something, paint what just happened. Yeah. This is what we're going to do. And I'm like, oh, it did affect her. It affected all of them. They're like, we're going to remember what you went through tonight. We're not going to just go to sleep and it goes away. Yeah. And I'm that, like, wow, dude. That event, too, oh. it, was, it was graphic and not graphic at the same time. Uh, the way that they did what they had to do oh, in that dude. scene. And, and, you know, and, and then it was, it was the, the baby and the little girl on the bed. Oh, <laughs> this is all going dude. on. And then how, I'm like, this is old school Eloise right here. said, no, no, no. You look. You need to see this. Yes. She needs us with her. Mm-hmm. Oh, you need to be fully my in this moment. God, dude. Yeah, man. I was Great like, movie. Whole... And then there's another part where, uh, in the same vein, but like, in order to remember stuff, we don't have cameras. I need a, I need a picture of you. This is exactly where I'm going. Oh, dude. This is exactly where I'm going, man. Yeah, that that whole 28 thing dude. that comes back into play later, like right at the end of the movie was fucking beautiful dude it was so well done like i'm telling you you know me you know the kind of movies i like and i'm not saying that i'm not you know that i'm insensitive and i can't appreciate a movie like that because i totally did but this one took me off guard i feel bad because you know i've talked about this movie with gail a few times and we just never really got around to watching it but last night and particularly because i the way that you talked about this movie the other day made me really want to watch it so i'm thinking I'm i'm at work right now i got nothing going on I'm going to watch this movie so we can talk about it tomorrow. And uh, Gail wanted to watch it with me. And I felt bad about that because I, I, I like to 
when there's movies like this, I do like watching yes. them with her. Yes. But what's good about this one is that I want to go back and watch it again. Like I think I could see myself watching this movie two, three times. No question. It's just everyone. That good. Do, everyone goes back and they're like, I watched it again and I watched it yeah. again and. Yeah, I'm literally ready to watch it right so now. I. I could totally sit down and watch it. <laughs> so it's I. so fucking good. It was when it was when it when it ended. I don't watch credits. Technically, yeah. I wasn't watching the credits. I was like decompressing from what had just happened. I said that's a really good way of putting it. I'm not watching the credits. I'm like because when it's all it all begins where it's just like. Um, and, and I think anyone who has had, like, oddly enough, what we were just talking about, loved and lost, where in the beginning, mm-hmm. she's like, you look so sad. And then in the end, she's like, I'm not sad anymore. I just needed to remember is all. I'm not sad anymore, though. I just sometimes you have to play it through again and then relive it again and be like, okay. But sometimes you have to. And then she's like, I'm not sad anymore. I'm good. I'm fine. And then it goes into this. This they do this thing where they say, I saw her one more time. Oish. Oh <laughs> god my god. And they do it tw- to throw you off. They're like, wait a minute. But then I saw her one more. Oh my god. It's like, what are we talking about right now? This is filmmaking, ladies and gentlemen. Right. Hey, before we hit that last little part though, this is when I really started going, like, okay, I think I know where Steve's going with this. Because once they like the moment that Mother was returning. Her mother was mm-hmm. returning, and then it just got so powerful because they knew they had to. Oh, they had to have dear. every last minute together. Oh. And she's like trying to get her not to fall asleep and all that. I mean, it was, it was fucking it beautiful, was beautiful like, seriously. Dude. And then getting back to the very end of the movie, there is a scene that the very very last oh. scene. You know what's happening. I I mean I knew I knew what was coming, but the way that this woman pulls this off. Listen, Dan. Listen, with the it doesn't, <laughs> it just shows her face and all the emotions she's going. I was, I was a mess, a mess, bro. I'm serious, <laughs> I'm right there with you. Like, again, thank you so much for watching this movie. I know that I eventually would have gotten to it, but I did not know what I was missing. I think that, I think that if I had seen this movie last year. Things would be different totally for me. Totally for me. As far as how we rated yes. things, and and, yes. and uh, the the noises would have been a little bit different. I mean, and yeah, like hearing. Here's when it messed for me. I'm not going to ruin it for anyone. Uh, music starts, and as the music starts, I said, "No, they're not going to do this." I was begging the filmmaker not to do this. <laughs> I said, "Don't do this," and. Knowing that this is her first, I was just like, oh, they're doing it. And they're experiencing yeah. it together without, anyway. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Was that the song that she played for her I on the I have to, piano? I think it was. That's what I thought. I, I That's how I took it because when she hears the song, oh, it sparks that reaction. Yes. There are just some really good criers Oh, out there. dude. Listen, this girl... Yeah, man. And the fact that she smiled toward at the end was like, I will always remember you. Oh my God, dude. Marianne and Helo- Eloise were 
star. The love story of 2019. Oh, it's not close. The love story of 2019. It's not even. It's not close. And the fact that, um, if you gave me 800, uh, a thousand opportunities to be like, hey, um, how would you make sure that someone knows that you remembered them in a portrait? Guess what? None of them would have been. (laughs) (laughs) The fact that she was like, the director was like, I know exactly how I'll send the signal in that portrait. It's brilliance. It's this tiny little, this tiny little thing where she looks down and sees it. And the fact that Eloise knows she will see this picture and when she does, she'll know. Yes, that's the thing. That's the thing is that this, the story doesn't end simply because it, it, the movie ends. Like, yes. You know, they, they live their lives and, and um, that portrait, the first one, well, the one where, with the 28. Yes. Um, you see where her life has gone. Mm-hmm. Marianne sees where Eloise's life has gone and it's crushing. And then she looks down and it's all the assurance that she's, she's never forgotten. Never forgotten. She probably, probably doesn't even really want to be in the situation she is, but it was a different time. Women didn't have choices like that back then. And this is the life that she was forced to leave. But that little message right there, dude, I'm like, I ain't fucking crying right now. (laughs) I'm not crying, man. There's something in my eye. It's like, I think about you Every day. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Because on it's not just this random day. Mm-hmm. I literally, this book is at my ready. Because you took a picture and I had it with me. They drew me. I had it with yeah. me. I'm like, oh, it's a daily for the rest of her life. Gee. This movie gave me, it's not anything like this movie I'm about to say. But the, the, um. I guess what I'm trying to say is the the uh, the magnitude of the love felt for the two characters. Did you ever see Somewhere in Time? No. Okay. Uh, you have my Hulu account. Yes. Excuse me. You have my Voodoo account, rather. Yes. You need to watch that movie. It's Christopher Reeve and Jane Seymour. It's from like 1981. I'm in. Okay. Watch, watch this movie because it's another one of those like, oh, shit kind of movies. And, and again, it's, they're not even close to being the same. But it was the like the, the message in the painting is what I'm getting at. Gave me kind of like somewhere in time vibes, and uh, I'll tell you right now, somewhere in time is like one of my favorite movies ever. It's 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 amazing. But um, God, I, I guess I'm just a softy man. But if you want to watch a really really solid love story, out, first of all, watch this one, Portrait of a Lady on Fire. But go back and find. Matter of fact, I think you can rent it on uh, on iTunes right now or Movies Anywhere. You can you can rent it for three ninety nine, but you can purchase purchase it for four ninety nine, which is what I did. It's totally worth it. I watch this movie every single time it comes on fantastic love stories this movie oh, dude it's there there's a when she's seeing the ghost of her yes and then it ri- and here's the quote because i had to look it up and it says um and it doesn't ruin for ruin it for anybody but marianne says um after reading this story this greek tragedy said he chooses the memory of her that's why he turns he doesn't make the lover's choice but the poets and eloise says she spoke a last farewell that scarcely reached his ears and fell back into the abyss. Perhaps she was the one who said, turn around. And then at the end, oh mm-hmm. my God, dude. <laughs> hey, can I ask you something? Uh-huh. And I'm not trying to be like jokey Dan, but there's one part of this where they're lying together and uh, Eloise says, hey, I, uh, I got a little something at that thing that we were at and you want to try it out with me. Oh, no, I totally thought I, when I saw when it did that cut screen, I thought that's what was happening. 
I was like, yo. No, but the director meant <laughs> oh, that. Oh, right. He, she meant to do that. Of course. Yeah. Of course. I was just was wondering like, if it got ooh. you. I was like, damn, this movie just stepped up a notch. That's what I thought. I was like, whoa. Because <laughs> it goes on for, for a few seconds. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, snap. Technique and everything. And then, of course, it is what it is. But yeah, that's funny. I just I was just wondering if that scene got you, too. It, it was just... There was... A li- and little things. Like, she wakes up to being drawn and... You know, Marianne thinks, oh, here we go. And she puts her head in a better position. I said, oh. And then Marianne smiles and keeps drawing. And I was like, oh, she's changing now. She's being like, I like you drawing me. Yeah. And there's that scene, uh, a similar scene, but she won't stop smiling. Dude. Because, you know, everything's happening now. And she's she's sort of found herself and everything. It's It's just. There's so it's, many things in this movie that I think are worth a rewatch just because the direction of this movie, oh. it's, it's, it's challenging you to really think about it. It's not, it's not a difficult movie to figure out, but it's challenging you to really feel. And uh, like I said, man, I, I, you know, I, I appreciate movies like this, but this movie fucking got me. I mean, yeah. it really, really got me. dude. Just, I, I will go as far as to say this is one of the best movies I've seen in a really long that's time. That's what I, that's, I, and I knew I was watching something. I think the moment I knew I was watching something special is the beach scene. That's when I knew I'm watching. Nothing takes like deflates me and that deflated me. And then there's a, a, a little scene where it's a small enough, like takeaway random scene where, um, uh, Marianne is showing Eloise how much she knows her, and it's just like I know that when you're mm. when you're nervous, you do this, and then yeah, your eyebrows raise, yeah, and you Eloise bite your lip. Says, Who do you think I look at when you're drawing me? And turns it around. I'm like, I'm watching something special. I'm watching something special today. Something special is exactly what this movie. No is. question. If you don't like this movie, you just don't have a heart, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry, you don't. There's no yeah. If if. This is such a good movie. I'm about to go on. A, this is such a good movie that if you don't like this movie, I don't know if we're going to get along. <laughs> That's kind of what I'm saying. Too, I don't because know. You don't have a heart. You're an insensitive person. Somebody's hurt you. Because this is a special film. But all that being said, I'm going to give it a rating. Please do. I think I know you're rating. Of oh, course. you know, um, I'm going to get I'm going to give this. Um. Oh, I'm going to give it something, some five out of five drawing pencils. Nice. I will go five out of five burning canvases. Oh, that's a good one. I wish I would have. <laughs> yeah, but you didn't, Steve. You didn't, did you? No, I'm just that's kidding. That's a yeah, good dude. one, dude. I forgot about that scene. The take home is, ladies and gentlemen, please go watch this movie. Get Hulu. Trial. Find this movie somehow. And, cha- you know, if this if it doesn't sound like your jam, maybe it won't be. But I... I'm telling you, if you just give this movie a chance and take in what is they're trying to sell to you, it is amazing. And I'm going to leave it at that because I will just keep we'll just keep gushing over this movie, man. And on top of that, Steve, I need to get out of here. All right, dude. Oh, oh, shoot. All right, talk to you later. Um, yeah, we're okay. Don't worry. All right, cool. Calm down. Just calm down. I forgot you had to All be there right. at three. Yeah, we're good. Three thirty. We're fine. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, dude. That's so. That's yeah. That's please watch that movie and um, also. Um, watch uh, things that make you happy. I know people are tempted to watch, you know, uh, Contagion and stuff like that. I would recommend, and I am no psychologist, but I will recommend everyone kind of stepping away from watching depressing, Contagion-type, terrible 
see give watch a movie that that makes you happy or cry with joy or something like that because your brain gets enough bullcrap as it is please and on that note i love y'all um dan's gonna take us out of this bonus episode episode 107 peace out peace out don't hang up just yet steve because i want to ask you one more thing did you finish ozark season three no okay Finish that up. I'm going to give a quick rating on that one. That's all I'm, going to, I'm not even going to talk about it. I'm just going to say five out of five fixed slots machines. Jesus. Really? Fucking amazing. Ozark. Serious? Listen, I know there's people out there that don't like Ozark because, and I get it. It gives you a lot of anxiety because it never stops. The trouble never stops with the show. Five? That's higher than your last season. I thought this season, oh, season two. You know what it is? It's the experience. Thank you. No, I started mid-season two because I stopped there and I kept going. So it's kind of like the combination of the two and watching them, you know, like one right after the other. I just I just binged them all. But yeah, the experience I had with mid-season two on, five out of five, baby. I got to watch. Because here's where I'm at. I'm at the part where the lady, the lawyer visits the old lady and she's like, I just think I need more money. She said, we'll take care of you. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Helen, man. <laughs> I don't think you mean. What, I don't think that that means what you think it means, old lady. Yeah, that lady. Was, I mean, she her. was not. She was so gaudy with it, like <laughs> not even trying to hide it. <laughs> I'm gonna buy. <laughs> I'm gonna buy the the loudest sports car I can buy right now. No one will know, dude. She she is a genius with Lucent. I didn't think she'd ever go to that lady's house, but she did not like that. Her whole groove. Helen was like, oh no. Well, the cartel doesn't play around, Steve. Oh, that's right, she is. Anyway, go on. <laughs> I was just going to say, you're not ready for the end. That's all I'm saying. Oh, no. I'm, that's all. I'm just saying. You're, it's. That's all I'll say. Oh, Nothing no. else. Nothing else. Oh, no. I'm waiting for it. season four. Yeah. Tell me, dude. Finish it up and tell me because I got to know what you think. Like, I don't think I'm being... Like, I don't think I'm being generous. Oh, you're not. It's a perfect, it's a perfect show. People that don't like it, skip them. Yeah. If it's not your thing, then you're not going to, it's not going to get any better for you. But if Ozark resonates with you, season three is phenomenal, dude. Just phenomenal. So, yeah. Wow. We've talked about some good stuff today, man. Yeah, we, we really did. Uh, you know, we actually yeah. really did. So we really did. And you don't, don't worry. You don't have to go do your whole bye-bye thing again. I'll, I got you handled. All right. All right. So like he was saying, Steve is out. I'm about out right now. My name is Dan Ramirez. That is my buddy Steve Hudson. We are the Heroes of Noise. Thank you for listening to episode 107. We're going to be back next week. We got more coming. We got special guest Kevin Shanks. We're probably going to do another bonus episode real soon too because that's what we told you we were going to do and we stick to our promises. Ladies and gentlemen, have a fantastic weekend. Be good to yourselves. Be good to the people around you. Peace. (laughs) 